Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mail Fuzz TV. I'm Peter, and I'm joined, as always. There's some ginger in his beard, but that's about it. He's got a red hat on. He's Matt. He's Matt Scalthorpe. Yep. Keeping it too sweet. That's how we do it. And keeping it better. The the, <laughs> the full on ginger. Connors. Full on ginger. Is that it now? Is that what I've been reduced to? Full you on know, ginger. The opposite the opposite of the too sweet when you look at it, it really is just a middle finger. So it fits. <laughs> Someone told that me this week fair. that I had ginger in my beard and I was not happy about it. Uh, that's all right. My wife told me I'd wipe my beard and I ran up to go look and I didn't. <laughs> She's a liar. <laughs> Do you know? So that's one of those weird things. I'm just not. I, I'm not really that worried about getting gray hairs. I, I, oh, I'm not either. I want the Reed Richards, you know, at the temple. I don't want yeah. my luscious ginger beard. I, I've I've already found many a gray hair, so I've, I've oh, I'm resigned to my fate. Yeah, that's because you have no soul and you age like Benjamin Button. I, I I will keep a thick head of hair, but it will be gray before too long. Uh, All right. He's so. like he's like part wizard. That's hair chat. We did all about comics. That is a thing that we do uh, on this. DC yeah, Comics usually. specifically. Uh, and coming up on this week's show, we've got Detective Comics 954, Action Comics 977, Wonder Woman 20, The Flash 20, Titans 10, Supergirl 8, and then our sort of more quickfire section, we're going to have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number 9, Green Lantern, and... Actually, I've written down something really stupid here. I've put Green Lantern in the Green Lantern Core 18, uh, which is why I said that weird. Uh, Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern Core 18. Uh, Justice League of America issue 4 and New Superman 10. And we're still massaging that new section with the quick fire. We got some feedback last week. We are listening to people and we're, we're, we're experimenting with it, uh, sort of accommodating uh, everything that needs it's, to be It's a work done. in progress. It is. Uh, so bear with us, but we're going to try and give it a bit more room to breathe this week but with the same idea of keeping it a little bit down time compared to the, the sort of main chunk of the show uh, but that's what's coming up uh, this week there's one or two one small news thing to get to I say small just in the sense that it's just one book in fact I think the biggest news thing this week is that we still don't have full solicits uh, you are forgetting a very big news item from this week thank you very much oh go on what was the, what was the news item I'm forgetting from this week Wonder Woman Greg Rocker. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, there was one yeah, big thing yeah. this week. That was quite a big thing. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt wasn't saying that. He didn't remember either. No, because uh, it's it's Star Wars Celebration right now, so I thought yeah. he was going rogue and going to talk about Star Wars. All right, yeah, that's true. Just to watch Peter I mean, Rage. How, how good is the Rebel Season 4 trailer? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, Rebel Season lie. 4, that's what everyone's talking about. Should be. Uh, I, knew, I knew he was going to say that. The, the, the Last Jedi yeah. trailer, teaser trailer is pretty good. Uh, I will. I am excited that I can enjoy a non-filler Star Wars movie this year. That'll be fun. Uh, no, I don't care about that. I just want Rebels. Uh, I don't care about Rebels. It, I, I saw a news article that said it was like getting renewed for season four. I'm like, four years already? What's going on? Yeah, it is its final season, though. They did confirm that. It's a bit of a shame. Where's my, where's my yeah, Greg Rucka leaving Wonder Woman. That is, a yeah, shame. yeah. That 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 was the news. Yeah, that was the actual news. You you are right. You are correct. That that was a big thing this week. Uh, Greg Rucka has announced he's leaving Wonder Woman. His last issue will be twenty five, and it there was the, the the key points here. I think though is that. It's, this is his choice. There's no bad blood. This is not a, a negative departure. Uh, he, he he actually says in his statement he fully expects to be on more DC projects in the future. 
uh, and that's great. He just he has other books on the go. He's got Lazarus on the go. He has uh, Black Magic. Uh, He's got more that he mentioned stuff that he hasn't it, named yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth noting that Lazarus did take a little bit of a hit when he started writing Wonder Woman. Um, to be fair, read I, the back matter. Yeah. What's I, up? Hasn't Black Magic been on hiatus for like? Yeah, since, Black Magic has. Yeah, same amount of time as yeah. well. So, uh, it's fair. Like, um, but yeah, he in, in the last issue of Lazarus where he announced that they were taking a little bit of a break, he had said that he was late getting that script in because of other commitments. Hmm. Now he didn't outright say, you know, because of DC. But I mean, I, I think uh, obviously Wonder Woman's yeah. two issues a month is a bigger time commitment. Yep. He's given us a year, which. Is uh, is twenty five, uh, twenty six, including the rebirth issue and an annual, I think. Yep. So that's uh, that that's like enough for an omnibus. Like, and I think actually, obviously, I'm happy that he's he's open to more DC. We can probably expect him on maybe a single monthly book or so, at some point down the line, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That'd be fun stuff. Uh, this is normally where I would want him on Superman, but I'm happy with Jurgens and Tomasi. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what I like about this though is I like that it's taken a full year for someone to like a, a big writer to leave a book, and it doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel like oh they're being forced out or it's ending in a sour note. It's like yeah, had a story to tell. It feels like everything's coming up to his ending. Yeah, I think he had more that it was like oh, I've got more if I if I had the time. But mm. it's something that maybe he can tell again in a few. I mean, because that is his Wonder Woman saga over three runs, which would be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh. Even he was it, supposed to do the Earth One, also, but they gave that to Morrison. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I think you know, probably his ideas for that probably turned worked into its way this. Here. Yeah, yeah, I'd assume so. It, it feels like it probably did, uh, especially since he has a more of a traditional idea for Wonder Woman's origin yeah. and past, whereas you know yeah. Azarello was very different and unique. So no, that, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's worth mentioning Liam Sharp did confirm on Twitter he's not leaving DC. He's got a future thing lined up, and he specifically said he is not straying too far from his current sort of position which implies one of two things it implies he's going to do a team book that has Wonder Woman in it or that there's going to be another Wonder Woman book of some kind or or a Barbara Ann Minerva (laughs) solo series yeah keep keep dreaming Matt I don't want to put a damper on your your love Matt but it wasn't him that did that issue you love just the way to point that out it works flawed (laughs) I know, I know who did it, but still, his his cheetah looks pretty good. I mean, and, and... I mean, obviously, like Rock is not doing it right now, but he said he'd be willing to come back at some point for Wonder Woman. I wonder if that's how you sort of solve the problem: is you, you launch a second Wonder Woman book that's you know sensational comics, and that's once a month, and it goes alongside the main book, which other people can. I could see them. On. Obviously, we know we're getting a temporary fill-in writer for five issues over the five summer. Five issues. Uh, who does uh, the the. The, the DC superhero girls. The girls one, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So she, she's only uh, done she stuff kind for of kids. that whole line, I think. Yeah, she's only done stuff for kids so far. This is the first time we're seeing her do something. And obviously, I don't think any of us have read any of that because it is aimed solely at kids. No, no. But where's good James? Friend James <laughs> is is stoked. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's pretty cool. Uh, which makes me think either they've not found their next heavy hitter writer that they're going to keep on it for a long time. Or they've got the next writer, but they're letting them get ahead before they announce it. And personally, I think that's more likely because five issues—they know it's kind of we know exactly how long we've got here with by giving them five issues on this temporary mm. run, and it kind of goes right. That's two and a half months. So that lets you get your scripts out, get your artists ahead, because that's kind of important, especially if it's staying double shipping. That is a, kind of a, an essential at, at the minute. 
I don't think there's any implication that it's not staying double shipping. So no, no. I'm just I can see if they do add in a second Wonder Woman book, then maybe this one drops to single, and we just you know to keep it as what, every two weeks still. I I think that would look bad. Mm. Like you know, like Batman and Superman both get two main books, but they're both double shipping. But Wonder Woman gets two, and they're both single. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, it just depends on the sales data support, doesn't it? Quality, I think it is, quality though. I think over quantity, know. though. You know, you don't need to. Oh no, absolutely. Force but... it just to make it fit into the. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but I, there's no implic- There's no. There's not a single drop of evidence to suggest that there's the struggling to do double shipping, or it's not justifying double shipping. No, no. What I'm saying is maybe it's not selling as much as those Batman and Superman titles. So it's it's just it's justifying having two issues a month, but maybe it doesn't justify having four. Which would what it be oh. if they added in a second series? Oh, sure, if they add in a second one. But I I would rather they just keep the one book as double rather than add in a second and drop the one. Yeah, it, it depends if they want to split up between writers, though. You know, and have, a, uh, that's have true. two separate it, stories. If they want to split it between writers, I can see it. But I, I think they're going to want to keep it double to keep it up to the same sort of level that the other big books are doing. Not just Batman and Superman, but even like Nightwing, Green Arrow, Green Light, like all these yeah, books yeah. are double shipping. I feel like ha- having Wonder Woman be like one of the, 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 the three top characters... But all a lot of books underneath her are double shipping, and hers is not. Would feel really weird. So I feel like they would avoid that. Just, mm. just, just, just for that for that sake. Even though some other things seem to be going single shipping, uh, but the ones that have dropped from double to single appear to be Cyborg, which has already done it, and Deathstroke, which seems that it's going mm. to be doing it soon. Uh, I believe Aquaman as well, right? Oh yeah, that Aquaman looks like as that well. Might be. In summer, yeah, that, that's dropping to single as well. But it looks of it in July. Yeah, which mm. uh, doesn't actually surprise me that much. Yeah, obviously I think Aquaman and Cyborg, even more so, were probably on the, the lower selling of the double shipping books. Yeah. And probably Deathstroke I mean, Cyborg well, actually. dropped almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah, well. But... See, what you, see what you mean, Matt. See what you feel. <laughs> I was saying, maybe it, you know, needed, it didn't need to be double from the start, that's all. I'm not doing uh, it. I'm not doing I, I just don't think Cyborg, they, as much as they want to push Cyborg, he can't yeah. support a double. I'm surprised he can support a book at all. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, like Aquaman will be better if it's single shipping. Like it, maybe Abnet won't feel the need to draw things out the way he had been. Maybe, maybe. I wonder if they, I wonder if it's just Abnet's got plans to go on to another book as well. Maybe, maybe they're gearing up for Phase Three, which they're keeping close to their chest because it's all going to. I mean, there's a I'm chance out of nowhere we're... at this rate. Yeah, well, there's a chance that we're not even going to get any Phase Three until the end of uh, Dark Nights. Or, yeah, Which Dark will Nights be now. next yeah. year, right? Yeah, but like January, February when that ends. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. It's weird that we're, like, all we got in terms of new books this year were Batwoman, Super Sons, JLA, and that's it, seemingly. And Super Sons was announced from the beginning. So was know? JLA. Yeah. yeah. In fact, thinking about it, Batwoman's the only book, like, ongoing book that has been actually announced from scratch and then released and since Rebirth started. That wasn't, like, a, the initial, you know, yeah, announcement. Yeah, that's true. So... Yeah. Uh, you never know. There could be stuff that maybe, maybe something that comes out of the button, but they don't want to even tell us in the solicits until after we see it, so yeah. it won't launch for a few months. Maybe. You just, you just don't know. Well, I highly doubt it was going to be anything in July, just because they've already given us the you know the early ones, and usually if there's going to be something big and new, they announce it in the, the early, so so it gets its own yeah. little news item. So I expect August will be the earliest for anything. I'm hitting things. Uh, Alright, so the the one last thing to talk about is the the Deathstroke early solicit. 
because uh, it's it's yeah. pretty notable because it's doing some really different and wacky things. The cover is very prominent. It's very white, <laughs> and so I, I guess if you don't want spoilers because you don't look like looking at the solicits in the covers, uh, this is your kind of brief warning uh, for the next couple of minutes as we talk about this. But Deathstroke Twenty One, uh, Deathstroke is building his own team of superheroes. Yeah, this is this is spinning out of the, the Lazarus contract, which we got coming yep. next month. Yeah, which is the Teen Titans crossover. and Titans. Yeah, yeah, uh, and we seem to have a sort of variety. They're all in white and black. They've all got white and black uniforms. I'll, I'll read you the, the description here, the, the solicit. Uh, Defiance Part One: A new day is dawn for Deathstroke, having emerged from the Speed Force, a changed man. Slade Wilson takes aim at living a better life, a life in service of justice. But when the world refuses to accept the new Deathstroke, Slade recruits a group of young heroes to join him, including a former teen. Former Teen Titans, Kid Flash and Power Girl, his children Rose and Jericho, and the bombastic Terra. But has Slade truly shed his villainous past, and what other shadowy forces are working against him? Find out as Deathstroke's bold new direction begins here. So, yeah, this is this is an interesting take. This is very interesting. It's it's put a lot of things into place in what's been going on in the run. Uh, I kind of go. Oh, that's where this is heading now. Like this current run, Twilight, where he's kind of yeah. playing at being a hero. We've had Power Girl introduced. Yeah, obviously, Kid Flash is a weird one. We know that he leaves the Teen Titans at some point because one of the solicits, I think it's the month before this, the covers right. like Kid Flash walking away from the Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, I never for the first thought for a second thought, oh, he's, he's leaving to join Deathstroke's team because we didn't know Deathstroke no. had the team. Yeah, it's this has made me more interested in the Lazarus contract though, because now it's like okay, we know sort of the outcomes, but we kind of predicted some of it anyway, you know, with the, the Speed Force stuff. But now yeah. I want to know why does the why do they have this reaction? What is it about it that causes this? Yeah, well, why is Deathstroke suddenly not evil? Well, not evil. Well, he was never evil, but why? No, is, he, yeah. Why is he turning over this new leaf? Why? Why is he now a force for good? Yeah, and uh, what well, is it that get... Wally sees in him? Yeah, well, we've gotten that throughout the Deathstroke series is he keeps closely edging towards the side of good all the way. I mean, from working with Raptor and then not fighting Superman, mm. you know, that was early on. We were kind of like, well, usually Slade just iced that dude. But yeah, he but he's kind of had this, this kind of respect throughout the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also the addition of Terra who I wonder if this is a new Terra or if this is Terra the Betrayer because if it's spinning out of Lazarus, sounds like the Judas contract, right? So Yeah, yeah. And uh, will, there, will there be creepy uh, statutory rape-esque scenes with Deathstroke this time? Well, he's already, you know, having a thing with his son's fiance, so... But Nothing's she, really off limits. But is she a teenager? Gonna be, there's going to be some real family drama in this book. Yes, there up. is. Oh god. Uh. <laughs> Although we'll we'll get to that when we talk Titans because there's a big revelation there um, with some things mm-hmm. connect to Deathstroke. So yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm really excited for this now. I've been enjoying the book anyway, but this has kind of gone. Oh, I see where this is going, and and I want this. You. If you told me last year I would be like how many issues deep on a Deathstroke series, I'd be like, no, they're <laughs> not. Yeah, it's gonna be yelling about Shadow and chasing Green Arrow down. It'll be fine. <laughs> I won't miss anything. Oh, he's coming Turned back. Out to be... He's coming back to the show, oh. by the way. Good lord! 
you know, for all my friends, if you guys are watching this, they keep telling me to watch Arrow because it's gotten better. I'm sorry. I might disagree with these two, but I can agree on that. They've never tried to make me watch Arrow. <laughs> That's the same of true friendship, Matt. I would never. It is. I would never try to make you watch Arrow. Routinely, they try to get me to watch uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, but I gotta wait to get caught up. So I'd never make you watch Iron Fist either, Matt. No, no I he do that to himself. Uh-huh. I have two episodes left, and I just want oh, the God. pain to stop. But <laughs> I don't want to have to peel that scab back off. <sighs> oh dear! Uh, so that's the news. Uh, I will say, I mean, like seeing a cover like that and seeing that direction almost tempts me to maybe catch up on Destro. I don't know. I'm not promising anything. We'll see how I. You should. How it I is. Feel. It's, should. Yeah. It's one of the better DC books. It's not straight up superheroes. Yeah, it's yeah. been remarkably consistent. I'll see. I'll see how I feel. Maybe because I I found the first issue that I tried really hard to get into, but maybe if I can read it as a trade, and it's that's yeah, it's been one of those things where the rebirth really wasn't indicative of the story to come. Mm. Yeah, so, that said, I do, it, I do feel like it works better once you get a few issues in because you realize that this is the structure of you know it jumps around cool. in time and mm. it pieces together the more you read. I don't so I'll, I'll give it a try. I'm, I'm really curious and about every... this heroic turn in the team. Like it's, I'm really intrigued yeah. by it. So every five issues, it does give you what the hell's going on, and I don't know if I want to keep reading this. And then you get to the end of that issue, and you're like, "Well, I'm going to keep reading it." So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. It it really feels more like. I hate to use this because it always sounds pretentious, a graphic novel, but it feels like there's a novel approach to it to where it's nuanced and it's not holding your hand the entire time. You know what I mean? What was that movie? It was a movie, it was a, it was a movie with soldiers because I, I just I no, remember the scene from a few years yeah. ago. I'm going to describe the scene. Give me a minute. There was a movie from a few years ago where a character walks into like, the barracks at an army base and there's a, ca- a character sitting there reading a comic. And yeah, it's American Sniper. It's American so Sniper. He gets the punish- yeah, he yeah, gets the I, Punisher logo. I remember getting so pissed yeah. off at this scene because not only does the, the guy who's not reading the comic go, oh, you're reading comic book. The guy who's reading the comic goes, no, it's a graphic novel. And the thing that bothered me the most about this is not that it was like the, the incorrect term because people call trades graphic novels and they're really not. Right. It was the fact that he was clearly reading a single issue of a comic book. Of a comic book. <laughs> But you know, you know what I mean. Like Watchmen, I always—that's more akin to a graphic novel to me because it is this layered, dense, you know, yeah, piece of but of work. It was still released feel, as thirteen issues. Like that's right, yeah. right. But and that's what I feel with Deathstroke's along or the 12, same way. Whatever it was, there's this, there's this layer and density to it that I don't feel with regular superhero comics. Yeah, definitely. And we spent a long, long time talking about Deathstroke, because there's not an issue this week. I know, yeah. that's insane. Uh, I think we spent more, more time talking about it here than we did on the book last week. Here's here's the thing, though. Jim Lee wants Harley Quinn to be the fourth pillar, but I'm feeling like Deathstroke is now the fourth pillar. So Excuse me, the fourth me. pillar of the DC Universe is the one and the only Dick Grayson. Thank you very much. Uh, I was going to go Barry Allen, but what else? Yeah, Barry Allen's fine, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not based, based off, of, is his point. Based off the yeah. last five minutes, we we get way more traction on Deathstroke than we do Harley Quinn. Oh sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's- <laughs> um, all right. I, I guess that wraps up uh, news. Uh, before we move on, anything anyone would like to talk about from this week? Anything exciting happen that anyone wants to 
on I, I got something exciting next week for you, Pete. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a zero issue coming from a, <laughs> from a company. And I know you're excited for it. At Secret Empire number zero. <laughs> oh, God, that'll you know, be done. That'll that be was, done. right? Uh, everyone wants to know why I'm laughing so hard at that is because before we started recording uh, Matt just goes oh Secret Empire Extra Zero is out next week Peter how do you feel and I jokingly said oh ask me on the show I'll let you have how I feel and I'd forgotten about it so when me too I was like what's he going on about I don't don't forget Uh, oh I cannot give a shit about Secret Empire Extra Zero you know not to talk garbage about the the other company but a zero issue comes out and your students charge full price. Why not make it issue one? I, I don't. I don't. I agree with the full price. I'm assuming it's five dollars as well instead of four. The, well, that's that's first price for a number one. There was a well. ten dollar Amazing Spider-Man like two weeks ago, so let's not even assume five at this point. Well, that's true. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I feel like as I don't have a problem with a zero issue existing. I feel really weird about yeah. starting with a zero issue because to me, you start with number one, and the only reason you have a zero issue is if you do a flashback issue, and you say this is issue yeah. zero because it's set before the start of the series. Yeah, yeah. Starting at zero is weird. No, you don't start at zero. Zero is nothing. You start at one. Giles well, gets me. What? I was just looking at the the previews for next week. What's out? And Um, it says Secret Empire is five bucks, by the way, because of course it is. They have a a Nick Fury number one. That's only four. They're launching a number one issue uh, at three ninety nine. What's going on? It's not one of their big like ten characters. So yeah, you get discount. (laughs) (laughs) You get the. He's only got one eye. Four dollars. (laughs) <laughs> if he had two, it's worth an extra dollar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not too shit on Marvel. I did read another Marvel book this week. X-Men Blue came out. I read that. Oh, uh, look at that. It was fine. It was, yeah. it was enjoyable. Was it, good, uh, was it as good as gold? Um, I, I think it, had a, I think it was a better pace than gold. I think gold was felt more like over-set up, whereas this was like the, the young team of X-Men like sneaking onto a cruise ship and... It had a fun fight in there. Uh, certainly lacked the controversy, so I appreciate it. it, it, it did like the, <laughs> that too. There was no hidden messages in the art that uh, you're aware of. That I'm aware of. Maybe yeah. someone, might, someone might point something out next week. I don't know, uh, but uh, it, was, it was fine. I, I don't really like having these young X Men and the, the universe is weird and confusing, but I do enjoy them. Like I like them as characters. So whatever. Uh, I haven't read Weapon look, X look yet. Did you taking a uh, stab at something new? Oh, thank you, Matt. Yeah. I try. Yeah. Weapon X was yeah. out this week as well by Greg Pack. I haven't tried that yet, though, because obviously yeah. I didn't need to read that for the show, so I'm not, I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah. But, yeah. Speaking of stuff for the show. Yeah, stuff for the show. Yeah. Let's talk about books. Let's talk about uh, this week's books. So, first up this week, Detective Comics 954, James, Ten- Sorry, James Tynan the fourth. Yeah. I'm we still l- saying Tynan. We learned. We learn from Snyder uh, and Marcio Takara uh, on art. Uh, this is. Joe, you know it's funny. I, I always read the books on Wednesday, sometimes some on Thursday, some you know, some will spill over depending. Or if I'm busy, maybe it'll be longer. But typically, I read them in the Wednesday, Thursday, and then we get to Saturday, and I'll skim through them again to refresh my my memory and just sort of get get mm-hmm. a better hold. Mm-hmm. This is one that went up for me when I read it the second time. Oh, look at that. Um. Mm. Not that it was bad before, but it was very like mid mid middle of the arc. A lot of what felt like exposition when it was the first time I read it. It was, yeah. and it's 
With, with Tinian and him's writing Raz, Race, however you Matt, want to say Matt, just it. don't give... I love but how he I, says Tinian and then he talks about, is it Raz or Race? I need to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was waiting for Connor to correct me like he always does. I, I have never corrected anyone on this show about Raz or Raish. <laughs> I'm glad well, you added that about Raz or Raish because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you have specifically. off before. I, have, yeah. I think I may have done off, I have, sure. I just... His... His monologuing... I was just like reading at this at 4.30 in the morning on on a Wednesday. Did not help. Because... Yeah, goes on a bit, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, and he's very obtuse. And the way that he talks i get that tinian wants to give him his own voice and i appreciate that but man his syntax was weird so i'll, I'll sum up what, what went down in this issue so raj is in the back cave that's from the last issue and him and batman basically argue and debate there's, there's like a laser cage at one point and whatnot but the, the gist of it was is that raj reveals that batman did know about the league of shadows he's actually found out about them multiple times and each time Raz has had to erase his memory uh, of of the of the Shadow of Shadows, and it, it kept not taking. It kept working a little bit, but he, Batman would still kind of like fight his way back and get to it. And then he uh, he reveals that the last time to make it work, he he got a trick from an, an old friend that Batman's met, and he then says backwards, remember the shadows. Uh, implying that the old friend in question, which also ties into Wipens Batman's memory from previous DC mm. stories, is Zatanna. Mm. Now you say that, and I feel that that's what they want us to believe. Mm, you don't swear. I feel, yeah, I feel there's a swerve, and I feel it's not going to be Zatanna, but it's going to be her father. I, I can see that, yeah, because yeah. because it's because it's Raz. Yeah, I, I can totally buy that. It <laughs> seems more likely. Although, if this how we get introduced to Zatanna. And you start adding in that kind of stuff with the League of Shadows and Assassins, and that'd be cool. I'm definitely for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I also, I love the page where you're talking about, you know, the, the three times you remembered. You have the, the classic images. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ones from, uh, like, Birth of the Demon and all that, yeah? Yep. Yeah. So, that's yep. cool. uh, nah, so that stuff is fine. Uh, meanwhile, you have... Uh, Kane in the cell, and he's, like, banging, trying to punch his way out, and then the colonists show up and let him, and he's his comrades out uh, and Ulysses the little shit looks like he's going to steal Red Robin's outfit Tim because he was that, eyeing it up that upset me before he left that, yeah. it's like yeah. you do not disrespect Tim's memory damn it he's yeah. not dead but do not disrespect him they don't know that though exactly yeah they think he's dead so, so, yeah, they, so in Ulysses we've seen him do some messed up stuff already you know so of course he's going to steal it yeah yeah I, I, Obviously, Shiva shows up and all the rest of it. My favorite part of the issue, though, by far, is the ending. Oh, that final page is yeah. fantastic! It's, it's, it's the build up to the final page and then the final page itself, because basically the the the, the colony find out where they are, where, where the League of Shadows are, mm-hmm. and uh, what was his face? Uh, colony Prime's been all macho and being like, "Ah, oh, let's go down and take them. We know where they are." And Admiral Kane's like, "No, like you've struggled." We, We've all struggled fighting just like yeah. a couple of these things. There's hundreds yeah, of these bastards he said, down he here. He says, uh, "You could fight one of them and win, maybe a handful at a time, but yeah. fight yeah. all of them at once." Yeah, I yeah. couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Batwoman couldn't do it. Batman couldn't do it. Who who right. could? And then you turn the page, and there she is. Cassandra Kane is there for blood, yeah. and just it's all the bodies just yeah. around her. Yeah. Uh, they're doing such a good job this arc of making her feel like a complete and utter badass. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, it's. I feel like 
shedding a lot of the other characters, Tim, and then spoiler, it, it really put her at a forefront because yeah. she it's her and Clayface really of that original squad, and you know Clayface kind of got disassembled a bit. And yeah, everyone's kind of MIA. Like everyone's down for the count. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Batwing's missing. He's with Azrael. Yeah, they're both missing. Batwoman's been stabbed and she's been taken by Shiva. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming Shiva has pretty much all of them. All the ones that are missing at this point mm-hmm. are probably all imprisoned I, by I her. I would assume so. Uh, and they're, they're, yeah. it seems like they've taken Batman at the end of this as well. So, Because uh, Raz... Uh, Double crosses him. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. Poison is poison the right word? It's, it's not. It's yeah, drugs he, him. Well, he drugs him. Yeah, he hits him with this toxin that shuts Batman down. Yeah. And I mean, you can never trust an Al Ghul unless it's Damien, but he's a Wayne, so you know. And even then, I'm not sure I'd trust Damien. <laughs> I trust him more after <laughs> after after this Nightwing thing, seeing how petty he can be because he really does love his big brother. Like yeah. he cares. Hmm. But yeah, you don't trust an Al. Like, I did like how uh, Roz said that the Alf, or the Alfred, the Alfred, <laughs> the, uh, the Alfred. Butler is up. He's drugged him, but he's up and you know turned in early. Yeah, so he'll take, be fine. taking a snooze. Hmm. Yeah, so it shows that there is some respect there between Roz and Bruce that he didn't just outright kill. Yeah, it it doesn't Alfred. feel malicious in this sense. No. It's like no, I have to do this to save you know my own st- standing. But I'm going to give you a chance because he says he'd still be aware of everything, and right. he, he gives him the you know the the clue with the remember the shadows. Well, yeah. it's not. I'm assuming that's more. I'm assuming that's just giving his memory back. I'm assuming that's like a a keyword. Well, there's that, but he can't. Yeah. So he's basically turned into a zombie. Where Batman, he's going to be able to fight and whatnot, but he's not in control. He's running like on a backup, and Bruce is going to be able to to witness all this, but he can't mm. stop it. Also, Roz noting how the league came up, how they were the shadows because they could do stuff that the assassins couldn't. Yeah. They were the actual true power. I like that. I like that it really did come from Roz, and they are one yeah. and the same. But yeah, Shiva splinter group, but Shiva, yeah. you know, took took over. Took and over. Went yeah, yeah. Shiva's taken them and went rogue, and they've become kind mm-hmm. of their own separate entity. Yeah. Uh, no, my, my favorite stuff was definitely the whole like Batman's mind's been wiped to this like multiple times, and the, my, probably my favorite line of dialogue in the issue is uh is like how can I be sure that you've not taken other things from my memory? And Raj goes, "You don't." And I'm like, "Oh." Well, one of my favorite bits is when um when Batman's like, "Hey, but you told me this," and and he's just like, "Did I?" You know, think about it, mm. and it's like, "Where where were we when when I told you that?" And you just uh... see the the. The look of understanding and, and realization on Bruce's face. Mm. I got played. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. De- definitely the stuff about the memory and the ending, which was proper, like proper cliffhanger. Or, uh, orphan. I was going to say Oracle. Orphan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Orphanical. Uh, I will say I didn't like. I mean, that was fine, but it's definitely. I'm, I'm torn on it because I I really like the art. I think it's fantastic, but it's totally out of place with the rest of the book. Yeah. It's it's very different to what we've been getting as well. I think on typically that's the problem. Yeah. This feels like when you stick this in the middle of a trade, this is going to stick out. Because when yeah. I looked at the first page, I'm like, holy shit, this looks like an '80s comic book. This page. Yep. Yeah, it dials it in a little bit after that, but yeah. it's still kind of like I say, very '90s almost. It feels yeah, like I say, it's not bad per se. It's just it's so different 
to what we've been yeah, doing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I like it, but it doesn't fit with the rest of the run. That it feels like a drastic change, and it's I'm not sure that's the best thing to do in the middle, especially in the middle of an arc. And I'm wondering if it's just because I you've got your two or three regular artists, maybe they're just none of them are ready for the next yeah. issue, and it's just a case of it's what needs to happen. Yeah. But it, it, it stuck out to me. It's probably the first time in Rebirth that I've noticed a, a fill-in artist be so drastically different of what the book has been. But again, talking about like it's, it's been a year and we're only just now having our first creative yeah. change in terms of like a writer, it's kind of impressive that it's taken a year on these double shipping books to go, oh, oh, what, what happened? Yeah. And, and that's it. It's not that it's bad art individually, because it's not. It's just that it's not what we expect from this story, what, what we've been expecting from this book. Yeah. It, it didn't bother me as much as it hit you guys. I liked how, hmm. as you said, it's going to feel different when you're reading it in trade. But I think that's fine because it's a different kind of issue. It's it kind of stops all the craziness that's been going on with, mm. you know, they thought it was a Joker attack and it's all just been a diversion. And this it just it slows it down so we can get these character beats. I feel from like Roz and Batman. I, I feel like it's the wrong art for this issue though. Like I, I don't know if this art lends itself to yeah. the, the you know the, the more conversational list play main games with each other kind of stuff that's mm-hmm. going on in this one. I feel like the art and the, the art, this artist maybe is better suited for more like just like an action issue where it's mostly combat. Like that final yeah. two pages? Yeah. Like, you know, the, the atmosphere of that yeah. is fantastic. Like I, I feel like if you were going to give me an issue that's just nothing but cast, like fighting like all these guys in the sewer, you get this artist yeah. for that. that. That's where they yeah. would really excel. No, I agree. Yeah, I got nothing else. It's fine. Okay, I, cool. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really enjoy the art. I mean, there's that you guys talked about it earlier, where where Roz has that that grin on his face, yeah, and Batman's yeah. all hooded in the shadows. So no, that's the thing. I, I did really enjoy it. I think it looks great. It's just I just think it's yeah. wrong for this particular issue in this run. I think we've I've heard this artist name before. We've we've talked about them before. I just can't remember where. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think I want to say tech. something like Nightwing, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's feels right. I think Nightwing. Yeah. I, I could be wrong there, though. Yeah. Mad, Mad's looking it up, I think. But uh, um, I yeah, am. Yeah. I'm. Uh, obviously, this art's been great. This was definitely the the slow down and have some exposition kind of issue, though. So I I think it's still probably maybe weaker yeah. for me on the scale of the arc, just because it's it's that part of the story. But uh, in terms yeah. of what it's doing, in terms of what it's building to, it's, it's still serving everything really well. So. It, it was exposition that I liked, though. It's not just. It wasn't just. Oh, here's what you need to know. It was interesting in itself, so that helps. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, Matt's slitting it up. <laughs> I am. It's, I'm looking for the right page to to pull from. Although he did an Incredibles book for Boom. Hmm. So well, I need to check that, that out now. Yeah. <laughs> I assume this was before Marvel had uh, or Disney had Marvel because yeah, it's from '09. Yeah, so it's right about at the time. Yeah. Yep. You did back to Bloodhaven. Thought so. Cool. Uh, right, yeah. And and going forward, he's looks like he's doing detective. So he's at right, fifty-five okay. and fifty-six. Um, so yeah, maybe it's like you guys said. It was just a. You know, someone fell behind and they yeah. threw it to him. So yeah. he's, he's got, what, three in a row then, including this one? All right. Yep, yes, and he cool. did uh, 950, the prologue. He did some work in there. All right, okay. Yeah, and that was I, a big one. That was a big one with a lot of stories, yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of, a lot of bat stuff so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, I'll like, take us on to Action Comics 977. Dan Jurgens writing Ian Churchill on art. This, of course, is uh, part of the Superman Reborn Aftermath stuff that we're getting this month. Uh, although I feel like this entire arc, however long it is, will be technically all Aftermath for Reborn, uh, given what it is. So basically, Clark is... He's feeling that something's not quite right. Like he, his past have merged, but it's not really adding up in his head necessarily. Something's not quite feeling right. So he goes to the fortress and he asks the the crystals to show him his life, his history. And I actually really like this issue because what I thought this did is a okay. We've just kind of retconned things. We need to know what 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 we've retconned. What was make now, it clear? What's yeah, the situation? At what's this now point? in canon? Yeah. And. So we get, at least in this issue, we get the Krypton sending him away and then arrive and the Kents finding him. That's the, the chunk of like Superman history we get. But what I like about it is that not only does it work on its, on its own, is that it puts this new spin on it by having Superman witness all of it. And I thought some of the best stuff in this issue was Superman almost forgetting that he was watching like a replay and like trying to yeah. like say things. Like he was trying, trying to, to interact. Yeah. 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 The, my favourite moment is when... Um, his parents are sending him the ship to send him away, and he's like, oh, "But who's going to raise him? Is he going to be okay?" And he's just like, "No, it's fine. There's, you know, I get I'm right my here. parents." Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he says something like, "Oh, a wonderful couple that you would embrace." I think it was uh, a, a kind, point, wonderful yeah. couple that you yeah. would embrace. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good moments like that. Him, him being like, "Oh, there must be a way you can both live too," even though we know it's hopeless, and he knows it's hopeless, but he still says it. Yeah, and it's just yeah. great stuff. And then the smile on his face is. Uh, Martha and Jonathan decide to keep him and not go to the authorities. Like, just mm-hmm. it, it took obviously something that's very familiar. We've seen this these parts of his past tons of times, comics, TV, movie, like so many times. But this puts yeah. a fresh spin on it because he gets to witness it, and it feels relevant because we do need to know what is what is now the past of Superman. What do you are know we what counting? this really feels like? You remember the, the start of the New Fifty Two, and everything was a bit murky because some things were like this is a complete fresh start, and some yeah. things weren't, and we were like. So what's happened? Did Death of Superman happen? We weren't really sure. Right. It was like, mm. right, okay. And this feels like we, we made that mistake last time. We're not doing that again. We're just going to give you clear answers. And this is what has happened yeah. now. And I feel like most of the stuff mm. we expect to have happened probably will, but this this is going to be him just confirming all of it. And, uh, well, yeah, and it yeah. does, it cleans that up because Morrison's Action Comics kind of messed things up. Yeah. Because that was supposed to be a standalone. They folded it into New 52 and made that his origin and, it was just the golden age origin of Superman, yeah. Which is we're not used to. We're used to the the Man of Steel birthright era. So this this did a good version of that. I still want a little bit more. Like I want to know did Pa Kent die? You know, like in oh, the Brainiac art. I, I don't think he's done looking yeah. at these crystals. I think that's going to be another couple of issues. Well, no, I just stuff. that that's that's the more stuff that matters to me. I guess more than so than the. Oh, yeah. the Krypton and, I obviously, and being found. Obviously, stuff. I'm I'm cool with Pakin dying, even dying young. But the fact, the idea that his yeah. mother is not alive or really, well, I mean, she can be dead now because he's older. But like, yeah. you know, the whole oh, they died when he was really young, and he's ha- he's got this woman that like his landlady is looking after yeah. him. Like this bollocks. Mm. Get rid of that. Give me proper man, Pakin. Thank you, please. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that, that's getting... what I mean. Yeah, that, it was the little stuff that needed to be adjusted. I, I really right. like the stuff that's a little bit past, you know, when he gets picked up by the, by the Kents. It's like, okay, so we had Lana and Pete, and then tells us which version of Lex we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that nice spread yeah. where it's like all those things around him, and we see like I'm saving Lana from the tornado in Smallville. Yeah. 
and it sets up the idea that she she that's how she learned he could fly and that's how that develops and you get it's, all these things. It's 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 secret it, origins, you know, yeah. as Jeff Johns, Gary Franks, because the art there looks very Frank S. It does, and do you know what? This is obviously Churchill. We spoke about him a few weeks ago doing this in the the backup to the in the mixed yeah. Pitlick issue, yep. where he played with all the different styles, and yep. I think he does a great job of it on this page as well. Yeah, I liked that a lot in this issue. Actually, I, th- I thought it was perfect for this type yeah. of Superman story. Um, expressive, bold, colorful, all, all of it uh, really, really worked. And so, no, so while this is going on, and well, we sort we asked the sort of where we get to, and there's that, there's that, that page as well of, and maybe we won't get more because it does. To be fair, it does give you like a, a spread at the end of a, uh, like until you unveiled yourself as Superman. But maybe that's where we'll pick off next time. Is that he's already Superman, yeah. and now we're yeah. going to watch from there because we see and that was another page. I like I like both those spreads actually. Yeah. The one where he's a teenager and it's like all the kid stuff, and then the one where he's Superman and it's like you know Perry and Lois and Jimmy and like just this is Superman and a page. Yeah. yeah. Also, they showed, or they showed, they told us that Perry is John's godfather. Mm, yeah. yeah. Which I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, He's like, bring the little tight yeah. by the office. I've not seen him in a while, Lois. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, um, but yeah, and then uh, the other thread we get through here is someone's rounding villains. up. Which, by the way, villains can, that we've seen. Can I just say this, yeah. this mysterious villain who's, at least in this issue, we see him get blank and metallo, right? He goes and recruits yeah. them. This mysterious villain who looks like digital code, I think looks mm-hmm. brilliant. I think he looks. I, yeah. I love his look. He looks super creepy. Oh. It's the it's the kind of red glow with all the the yellowish text in it's, the middle. It's, it's just really I, working. Do you know what I think I love about it? I love that it's digital code, but it still rounds like he's a person. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not no yeah. hard lines, is it? It's still soft curves yeah. like you would on a person. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like it a lot. He's, he's really. It's really mysterious. And I'm saying and, he. And could they're be going. Oh yeah. When they're going for revenge, like that, that yeah. made it very much. Also, how did Blink get out? Was that part? I thought Superman put him back in the fortress. No, I remember it was uh, recently in action. He remember his entire that entire base went. Uh, remember because yeah, uh, right. Hank Henshaw was watching and all that, and Blink right. got out. Okay. Yeah, Blink's been out since then. Must... Okay. We, we didn't gotcha. know where he went. I thought he put him. Yeah, I'm just bleeding then. Uh, Lois and Clark in that of him being put in there. Yeah, they're they're merging together. Mm. You know, my own reborn refitting of memories. Yeah, and obviously Superman does talk. There was someone else. There was someone more powerful. That's the result of this. Yeah. I wonder if it's a swear. I wonder if they're thinking. Oh, they're going to be thinking Manhattan, but it's actually this is something smaller. Before we get to that, this is something specific to yeah. Superman. And what is is this digital yeah. code villain? Is is he related to this or what? Or I just it, may, it makes me think the Eradicator, but I thought we dealt with the Eradicator pretty mm. well. Yeah, and he he could be the code. He could be like that. Could be him like that's, trying to come back. That's what I'm saying. Also, there's there's Brainiac involved or like a version of that. There's I'm just trying to think of who could bring all these villains for like the Superman Revenge Squad mm. together. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of happy to wait and see at this point because I don't think there's quite enough for us to go on yet. Oh, there's no. not. No, I mean we we can speculate people like that, uh, but is it? It's just exciting to see. And I, I think it looks really cool. I like all the art with that as well, and it feels very different from all the Superman stuff in the Fortress and the flashbacks, yeah. where it's just darker, it's more sinister, and so on. So uh, it's really really cool. Uh, 
And of course, there's a little tease at the end where Superman's like, "Wait, is there someone else in the fortress?" And Kal is like, "No, nah, there's no one else here, but we see the the sort of shadow and the one of the crystals." Yeah. Could it be this digital presence? I, I mean, I'm assuming it can travel through stuff. But but it makes me question: Does it come from the crystals? It could do. Like, is mm. that where it's it's that's what it actually is? It's a personification of whatever this computer and the crystals are. Which would make me think: Is it a version of Brainiac, or is it? See, uh, Brainiac was what I thought because you think it kind of that sort of thing, but. Rebirth have kind of been the whole thing has been let's get it back to the basics. Let's not change mm. things for the sake of changing things. So would yeah. they do that with Brainiac? Kind of seems weird. I mean, not but the like. I the mean, typical Brainiac though. It could be Brainiac. Pick your number. Like yeah, Brainiac. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's what I liked. What John said with Brainiac is that, that they've all actually been Brainiac. That is true. I mean, they're just different versions, different probes, and we hadn't yet met the actual one from Kalu. Mm. Kalu, how do you pronounce that? But I also like the Brainiac that's part Kryptonian computer, you yeah. know, that's yeah. trying to preserve. Yeah, there's it just leaves it open to a whole bunch of stuff. And I like that. I got to the end and didn't realize it was the end. I went to turn the page for more. <laughs> You're like, God and damn it. Was it. Done. Yeah. I was enjoying that. I wanted more. And nope. I thought it was really good show action. Uh, I, I feel like action started in a less stable place than Superman, but it's gotten more consistent oh. as time went on and I think this was yep. a good Definitely. solid start to the next arc. So, uh, there you go. That's action. Uh, that'll take us on to Wonder Woman issue twenty. Greg Rucka and uh, Bilquis Evely. So this is we have five left after this. Don't remind me, Peter. <laughs> I'm sorry. So it, it was really bittersweet. By the time I got to this issue this week, I'd, I'd already read that news and was like, so I'm, I'm reading this now, knowing it's heading towards the end game instead mm. of. You know, the last couple where it's like, oh, what, how, how much can we get out of this? As, I mean, I think I read it late Wednesday and I already knew, so I think you, I think to read it before you knew the news, you'd have to, it had to have been early right. on Wednesday. I think most people probably read it knowing that. Uh, hmm. But yeah, uh, so this is obviously Godwatch. This is this is an issue that's mainly, again, Veronica Kale at the forefront. She's yep. the, the protagonist, if you will, trying to sort things out. And she's up to stuff, and she raises Cersei. Uh, mm-hmm. and she wants Cersei she makes a deal with Cersei to try and get her daughter back uh, from the twins and they go through all this plan where Cersei seems to like go to Wonder Woman to like siphon off power from her lasso and Kale does a bunch of stuff in preparation and they find out at the end that, that so they, they put the, the twins and the dogs right That's, that happens in this issue there's also a big jump yep. in time they mention it's like seven years since the uh, since seven Wonder years Woman. since she left them scary yeah, yeah. So we've jumped. She left, yeah. So we're much closer to present day in this part of the story now. Yeah, and it makes me go right. So how long before the truth is this now? Because it's it's really muddy in the times. Yeah, a couple of years, I guess. Three years, maybe. Because she had been Wonder Woman for a little bit when when this started, when this arc, right, with Kale's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So. So now we're seven and a half years. Yeah. Because. It shows Kale that she's gone to all these different doctors to fix her daughter, and none of them know what to do, so they send yeah. her to another one. Yeah. I like and that, she's actually. She's completing the circle. Yeah, at the start, when she's like, oh, yeah, you've completed the circle of everyone re- recommended another doctor. Yeah. I, like, I like that yeah. to set up that she is out of like normal options. Yep. So she goes to something more extreme. And mm-hmm. so we lead to that. But we find out at the end, so they, they put the twins and the dogs, and they get their staff with the little the crystal at the end, and Cersei's like, well, wait a minute, this is cracked. Whatever was trapped in here is left. 
and she yep. does some digging with her powers, and Veronica's daughter is with Ares. Ares, sorry. Ares. Ares. I was say, what was that? Yeah, Ares uh, on Themyscira, which actually fits in nicely with everything that's going on because now we're like, that's why she wants to get Themyscira. That's why she's yeah. been so determined all this time. Yeah, it's it's no longer just as a, a way to give them what they want. It's, yeah. no, she has a reason to go there now. She needs to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I always assumed it was. Like, I never like I, I never got the impression in the present day story that she was trying to get there for the, the twins because it's like, well, she's put them in dogs. Like, they've become dogs. Yeah. It always felt like she had her own reason. Uh, but now it's like, no, no, your daughter is imprisoned with Ares on Themyscira. That's why she wants to get there. And like, like I said with the last issue with uh, Veronica... Uh, maybe the last couple actually got watched a lot of it has been about her is they've really humanised her and made me sympathetic to her so I'm actually kind of in a weird way rooting for her daughter to come back I want her daughter to be okay Uh, not at the expense of Wonder Woman and obviously what she's done to cheat is awful but it feels it's it's, it's, it's deeper, it's got more layers to it now she's not just like a a cardboard cow villain and that's nice Uh, yeah definitely So it, it uh, I missed that seven years. I just I guess I skimmed over it because I was getting confused on. It's just a caption like, box. Maybe it's in th- yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because she had said she'd seen Doctor Green three years ago. Because I just went back through it. Yeah. No. Um, it, it, no, but it just says in black and white. It's been seven years yeah. since. Yeah, but so, so that means that that means Kale's learned some kind of you know ancient magic. She's able to to summon Cersei, who I really like. She has this puckish vibe to her. You know, where she's not just like this evil witch. She's just kind of like, hey, what, what's your deal? You gotta make a do, deal. Do, do what she makes me think of? Basically, if you, if you were casting this for like a, a movie or a show, you'd mm-hmm. get, uh, what's her face, Holtzman from New Ghostbusters. Kim McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. Feels like you'd have her play, play this version of Cersei. Hmm. Very much. Do you know what I liked about Cersei in this? That she can interact with the AI, you know, like on a physical yeah. level. Yeah. Like that she was... touches it and like covers its mouth. It's like, oh man, that is cool. That was pretty funny because it's like obviously you think, oh, you can't do that. It's just a hologram. What, what good is that going to do? But it still yeah. works because she's magic. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a moment that really stood out. It was a small thing. And then later on, like... doesn't she? Hasn't she got it trapped in like the coffee pot and she lets it out of the coffee and you yep. see like the hologram yeah. like that's, soaked in coffee? That's when they first, yeah, they first meet up. Yeah. Yeah, because she shoves her down in there, and then she comes up from the coffee. Yeah, it's really cool that she can do that with a hologram. I know, I know it's it's a small thing, but it kind of just shows off like her powers extend beyond what you'd think of traditionally. Yeah, yeah, no, um, she's fun, and also it does a really good job of building up uh, areas as a so- something big, something for because she's like, oh no, it's sorry. Right. It doesn't matter what you pay me. I'm not dealing with this. Like you're on your own. Yeah. Like I'm out. I was willing to fight well, these going... two. I was willing to, you know, go and fight yeah. Wonder Woman. I'm not dealing with him. It's yeah. one thing to fight demigods. It's another thing to fight one of the principal gods, let alone yeah. the god of war. Yeah. yeah. You know. But, of course, Kale's like, if that's what it takes. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm I kind of like that. It, it, it definitely gives Kale the Lex Luthor vibe of for Wonder Woman, whereas she's she defines herself as a human, and she'll take on the gods if that's what it takes. And just like Luther, he'll take on the super powerful alien mm. if that's what it means, showing that he's a better person. Yeah, it can. Human. It, and to keep that comparison going, and even to extend it to Batman as well, that whole idea where 
oh, we wouldn't have all these other aliens raining down if you didn't come here first. Yeah. And the same thing with Wonder Woman, where a lot of these people believe, yeah. oh, we wouldn't have all these gods and demigods showing up if you never yeah. left that damn island. Uh, mm. You brought this trouble with you. And same with Batman, you know, we wouldn't have masked people. You never dressed up. All that, yeah. yeah. Uh, escalation. Escalation, yeah. Um, classic superhero sort of thing to explore, but it, it it's a good... It's well, a solid it, thing to explore. It so. works because it's basic. You could do the same with every hero. I mean... Mm-hmm. Flash, it's it's because it's such a, a you know, a familiar idea, like an arms race. Mm-hmm. We've seen it so many times throughout history that, of course, that's how it works. We don't right. we don't question it. And and I like it as the motivation for for villains for these. Like with Batman, it's, it could be a little bit different just because of his own personal motivations. Like each one of those villains represents a different psychotic thing. Whereas with Wonder Woman and Superman, you can have this person that represents. No, we're man. We're we're fine without you if we really push ourselves, yeah. and I think that really balances those them out, mm. and you know they serve their purpose. Also, I think one woman needs that addition to the rogues gallery, you know, because mm. as far as I knew, it was just Cheetah. Yeah, because right? che- Cheetah's kind of like her two face, a sort of tragic yeah. fallen person who was yeah. good, like that. Yeah. Not exactly, but it this kind of fits into that. Yeah, as far as villains go, it was Cheetah, Cersei, and yeah, I guess Ares. Yeah, yeah. I mean, got like, I, th- I think of Giganta as a as a Wonder Woman. Ah, uh, sure, Giganta. Yeah, yeah. but Ooh, the, the ones that really Giganta spring to mind soon. first, you know, when you like Batman, Superman, you can list off you know ten off the a top bunch. of your head. No, oh, no problem. Especially Batman. Like Batman has a ridiculous, oh. sizable gallery of rogues. Yeah, him, Flash, and Spider Man, like those those three. Hmm. Yeah, although to be fair, I feel like uh, Flash is like we can do it with Flash because we're nerds. I feel like the the public maybe now after the TV show it's a different yeah. case, but whereas True. Batman, I feel like you could ask anyone, you could ask like, any, anyone on the street, and they'd probably be able to give you a handful. You could ask your gran, and she could probably still name ten. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just... true. My gran would probably name King Tut because of the '66 show. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the Vincent Price one that loved eggs? Um. Everything was egg related. It's not as simple as egghead, right? Maybe egghead. egghead. I think I think it was egghead. Now you're saying it, yeah. Oh jeez. And everything was egg related. Look at that. We're tying into this Easter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are. Easter weekend. We're right on topic. Oh dear. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what Wonder Woman doesn't have. She doesn't have an egg man or an egg egghead. And he was egghead. Uh, not Eggman. E- Eggman there's, is There's the... a Humpty Dumpty as well, though, right? Bat- in, in... Oh, Batman, yeah. Comics. Yeah. 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 Uh, Eggman's actually the retcon Dr. Robotnik, because for some reason they don't want to call him Dr. Robotnik anymore. Screw yeah. you, Sega. Eggman. Mm. He's Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, obviously. Are they, are they still trying to tell us otherwise? Yeah, they've basically just changed it to Eggman. He's Eggman now. I don't know, it's bullshit. That makes... That makes no sense to me. Sonic has lost its integrity. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, All right. So I think that's Wonder Woman as we've digressed into Batman that, and Sega. And all sorts, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, that's Wonder Woman. Great, great issue. Great art, as we should say real quick, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, I, I feel the like... The layouts. 
I, I was less inclined to uh, mention it on this one just because it was obviously going to be great because Evely's been it's consistent. It. No, that's yeah. that's yeah. the thing with Wonder Woman in general. I almost forget to mention the art because it just it's such a high standard yeah. consistently that I just expect mm. like this is going to be phenomenal art every I, time. I love a good se- sequential decision. Uh, and the one in this one that stuck out is when she like goes to shake her hand like uh, a yeah. and uh, Cersei, and like Cersei's smelling and then she sort of closes her mouth. She's still smirking, and then she smells again yeah. when uh, Kale says, "Yeah, it's a deal." Uh, yeah. But again, it's, I, I like that because one of the ones from the the an earlier issue was when uh, Kale was like it was all those panels going down the page. Oh, with the, the rain. window. Yeah, yeah, the window. Yep. I, I love a good decision, a sequence that it shows a decision being made. You can see it inside their head as they're making it. Yeah. 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 And, and that that's sold by the art because on the page it just says beat, you know. And <laughs> yeah. It takes yeah. a really good artist to to make that moment linger. Yeah, the the artist the artist has got to make the timing of that work, and yeah. you yep. know credit to them because that that last one was Evelyn as well, right? Yep. I think so. <laughs> I think no, it was it. Was that Sean? Or was it in Godwatch? Or it could have. This... Depending on how long it was, it could have been a. Uh... Nah, it probably Scott. wasn't. It no, wasn't, no, it wasn't it was Scott. Scott no. But it may, it may have been Sharp. It's just the year one stuff. It depends if it was no, a good been Sharp. Story. Yeah. But anyway. But uh, either way, everything on Wonder Woman, ah, every single issue has been fantastic. I can't yeah. wait to find out who's doing the art with the uh, the, 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 ish, the writer for the five issues. And mm. If I'm not mistaken, it was Evely that did issue eight, right? It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was before she became a full-time artist on the book, yes. Yeah, just, just got to bring it up. Got to ask. That'll take us on to the Flash issue twenty. Joshua Williamson uh, writing and Neil Gouge on art. Uh, this was this is kind of like a teaser for the thing that's coming after the button because obviously the next two issues are going to be the button. Uh, but this mm-hmm. did a really good job of giving us a nice big cliffhanger to sort of like, hey, this is what you've got to look forward to when you come back after the uh, the two issue crossover. Yeah. Not to jump ahead, but I might have yelled, "Holy shit!" What well, the <laughs> ending? After that page, yeah, I'm the ending. Um, yeah, I like the suit, and we'll talk about who's wearing a suit in a minute. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think it was that much of a shock in of itself. No, because... It still, it's still a great beat. I, I'm pretty it's, sure yeah. when, when this character went missing, we go, nobody, not dead, <laughs> I think was our attitude <laughs> at the time. Of, of course, but I didn't think they would reappear in this manner. Okay, sure, yeah, you didn't think they'd be a villain, yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Well, let's, let's not beat around the bush, right? So Mina, Mina, is, who, yeah. who they make a point of mentioning early on in the issue as well. Yep. Uh, the remainders of her existence, because uh, Iris has talked about it. Actually, to talk about what this issue does as a whole, it's actually an Iris issue. I mean, obviously, we see Barry when she interacts with him and all that, but it's from her perspective, it's her point of view, she's investigating a case because uh, someone is grave robbing all of the people who were speedsters and died uh, during the Speed Force storm and all that aftermath. And she tracks it down, she talks to Barry about Mina, tries to get information, and she goes and ends up getting into trouble, as she's known to do. She ends up working, yep. uh, wearing one of the... It turns out to be the uh, the black... Uh, what are they called? Black Hole. Black Hole, yeah. Uh, the, the Black Hole guys. And she infiltrates and she wears one of their suits, and then Flash shows up, and there's a bit of fight, a bit of banter, and uh, she ends up saving the Flash. And, you know, Barry shows up, like, ten minutes later with the, the, you know, the yep. police and, like, plays dumb... Uh, but she overhears that he's lied to her about working late, uh, and we know yeah, that's just yeah. because he's a Flash. We we know it's just that. But now she is like, "What's going on?" And, and she heard she is a, a bit of an investigator, yeah, as and, we clearly see. And she did she's, hear she's really taken over the Lois Lane, get herself into trouble, hmm. get the hero, get you know, gets mm. her out. Do you know what I think works about that? You know? Is that she's younger than Lois, so she's the more like yeah. Lois is good enough now that she she, she knows she's how done to that. play it. Yeah, she doesn't need to. She has sources that do that for her. Whereas yeah. 
Iris like I'm just gonna do it myself. Yeah, Iris is like stuff in trouble. It's that whole being young. You have to be a you know have to grab the brass ring and go for it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but she's doing that. But uh, yeah, so she hears she hears from one of the scientists. There's someone in charge. Uh, that's close to Star Labs. Someone who was close to Star Labs. And she sort of ponders as she goes on her date with Barry at his house. He's making dinner or whatever. Uh, she's like, hmm, what, well, you know, could that be? Like, that's kind of the moment she leaves on. But we get all those final couple of pages and we see it's Mina who is working with uh, Black Hole. And she has this mm-hmm. this Black Flash-esque outfit, but it's like a Black Hole logo instead of a, a lightning bolt yeah. in mm-hmm. the chest. It's uh, pretty nice. And she's talking to someone off-panel who is pulling all the strings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's all about uh, you know this this speed force power is too much for one man. The flash is too dangerous. We have to do something about him. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good issue. It was a good yeah. issue. Um, I, I do want to criticize the art a little bit. Okay. I'm not. I'm. I, I just don't think Neil Gurge is for me. <laughs> I I really I really liked the you know the first panel where we see Barry running as the Flash. I oh I really didn't. Did you not? I, I hate his head. I hate I hate his proportions in the head. See, no, like on a lot of it, I agree. On that throughout. particular panel, I really liked it though. I it's, it was the same thing because he, he did one issue like back in the first arc when Joe Dominico had to take like a, a couple issues off, and I had the same problem yeah. then. And there's something I like some more cartoony styles. Like you know, I, I think like Supergirl's more cartoony, and I really like that cartoony style. But for some reason, like the Flash's facial expressions and the shape of his head just felt like too goofy to me, and it wasn't quite working. Mm-hmm. At least for no, me. I, I I remember this from before. You know, yeah. when we had this discussion last time it was on, and generally speaking, I agree, especially towards the the back half of the issue. Mm. But that one panel, I thought it looked really good. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't feeling it. I I do have mm-hmm. a a lettering issue though. So it's like the the With- third. The third page in with some repeated letters. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I noticed this. Yeah, it was, it's this an error. was really bothering me. I have because... no, I have no doubt though on the digital versions they'll be this will be fixed after a couple of weeks. Like they'll edit sure. it. Yeah. But what bothered me most is that the caption boxes that Iris is speaking in it's like a reporter's notepad, and it's like ripped at the side. Mm. So I was looking at it going, am I missing parts of a sentence? You know where sometimes you'll get parts of a sentence and then it'll just carry on and you'll see the next line underneath, but you'll miss a couple of words because it's been ripped. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was I was trying to figure out, is that what's happened? No, I think but it's then, just a mistake. And then I realized, <laughs> no, that's just how the boxes look everywhere else. And it is just a mistake. And it really bothered me. Yeah. Because I, I spent well, a good minute on that, that the... box just trying to figure it out. But uh, be... if you look at the, the next word, each one starts they with start that. With yeah. Um, to be fair though, I, I don't like. Obviously, it's a, it's a mistake, and it's, yeah, point it out. But I don't think that's a complaint against the issue, is because it's not it's not like the quality. It's just a, a stupid mistake. It's like a typo. Sure, essentially. I just mean in the sense that I spent a good minute trying to figure it out. If, yeah. if, if it hadn't been the the ripped box, I probably would, I would have immediately gone mistake. Just brush over it. But because the box was that design, that's just I a coincidence. Thinking it, it is a coincidence because yeah. it's still an, because an, the digital know, version will get fixed. The trade's not going to have this issue. They're going to fix it. Like it's, they it's are. Just, This is the equivalent of like I don't know, like uh, the 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 new show on Netflix having a, a couple of seconds that goes funny because of a encoding error. I I agree. It's it's just that, but it did just point it out because it took me a good yeah. minute to get past that panel and figure out what was happening. Yeah, I mean, maybe I stop. got over it real quick. I, I had to stop and go, wait, what's happening here? And I realized, oh, it's just a, a, an error. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it sucks, but it's, it's, it'll get fixed. There's not yeah, much you yeah. can do about it. 
but no, nah, that's that's the flash. I, I thought it was I thought it was a fun issue. I, I did have some issues with the art. I, I'm not super huge on Gouge, and obviously, especially since the art and Flash is usually something I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it stuck mm-hmm. out, but at least here I. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's just it's off. It's not my style. To my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, at least here it and- worked in the sense that it was kind of a standalone issue from Iris's perspective. So at least it didn't. It wasn't in the middle of an arc. It didn't interrupt the flow. Yeah, that, that's unlike where we spoke about Detective, where it was like, oh, this was a drastic change in the middle of an arc. Here it's like, okay, there's a reason. This is a one-off issue. This is following someone else. It makes complete sense for it to have a completely different style and feel. Yeah. Uh, so, so we get the button next week. Obviously, it's not Flash next week; it's Batman next week. But uh, yeah. looking forward to the button. Button's coming. That's oh, the thing. Oh, oh, Matt, oh, yeah, Matt. 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 Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Every week without fail. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on in the computer. I think that's just what it boils down to. <laughs> um, but no, I also thought Doctor Husk looked uh, remarkably like Doctor Savannah, and I got a little bit excited because <laughs> I thought maybe Savannah's working with Black Hole and. He's going to go back off to Fawcett City or something. But no, he's Dr. Husk with two Ks. Which I thought that was a lettering problem too, but I kept repeating, so I didn't think it was. Yeah, I think I'll just be wacky. Yeah. 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 All right. That'll take us on to Titans, issue 10, Dan Abnett writing, Brett Booth on art. And this was mostly... This was probably a quick discussion for this one because it was really just one big fight for the most part. There was some fun stuff in the fight. There was, you know, uh, Donna getting, like, sucked into the floor and there was, like, a psychic main battle going between Omen and Simon and stuff like that. But basically, it was just the Titans getting their asses kicked for the most part and then Bumblebee shows up and exercises her new powers and, you know, looks strong. Yeah. That's just good. Much. She flies around, she zaps them, she shrinks down... And all of it's kind of kind of fun and good. Uh, some funny stuff with her husband, like you know, trying to get there in, in the cab, and he's like trying to tell the cab driver that he's cosplaying as Batman, and that's why he's got mm. armor on. Uh, but that was kind of like just the guy's a... like, doesn't Batman have something on his head? <laughs> yeah. It's like this is yeah, a shit okay, cosplay, man. What, what, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, he just wants to be part of the crowd, so he just yeah. throws together a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Simon beating Omen in in the psychic battle I thought was weird because mm. I get the Simon strong but I don't know. But maybe Omen's just out of practice. Yeah, that could be it. <sighs> yeah, I just this issue was not that it was a rough read, but it's I, not where it has been for me. I, this arc I'm just not digging. Yeah, me too. I'm enjoying the arc. I just think this issue was a. Uh... It was just one big fight, essentially. There were some fun moments in there, but... Um... I mean, I had a real problem when I when I opened the book. First page, I hadn't even read a word. And I was like, oh, that art. Because <laughs> you have you have Dick and Wally, you know, tied up. And the, the legs? What is going on with the, their lower legs? They are completely bent backwards. Also, what do you mean you guys aren't enjoying this arc? This is the arc that everyone's been liking, because it's better than the first one. I just... Like, you know, the, moving into the tower, like, all the stuff. Like, that's all I, I like. It's, it's, that. had, it's had good beats, but the yeah. overall story yeah. with, uh, you know, with the, against the villains and, you know, the, the, the powers. The meta-solutions thing. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, not right. been working for us. Yeah, I like the character beats. Now, the character beats are why I keep reading. Oh, yeah, I all, like all the character that, beats. I, I like that they go to save Flash and Nightwing because they, they got themselves into trouble, yeah. you know. And I like that Garth was going punch for punch with... Mammoth. Uh, with Mammoth, yeah. Uh, I kept on calling him Aqualad, and then I remember if it was Garth, 
Yeah, he it's, needs, it's Garth, yeah. Dude needs a code name. Yeah. Like, why can't he have Tempest? That's what it used to be. Eh, maybe he'll pick but, it. Maybe he'll get it later. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the character beats here. Um, and Bumblebee, I liked. That was that was real cool. Her showing up and doing her mass shifting too. Like that was. Yeah. I mean, obviously cool. the bigger plot points come towards the end. Uh, Simon takes some of her memory. She doesn't remember her husband or her child, so that'll be something they're going to have to fix. Uh, but they, they do imply that it's not just completely gone. Like he's taken it as something that he can like sell to someone else. Right. Kind of like how they yeah. were taking the powers. So it should be retrievable. So that was something that would happen. But basically, uh, Dick and Wally go off, and why they let Dick and Wally go off on their own when they got captured last time, I don't know. But they do, yeah. and they they go off and but try. Dick, and... Get, Dick gives the orders around here. Yeah, sure. But Dick, uh, Dick and Wally figure out, or oh, Hives involved. Hives maybe the ones that are trying to like uh, sort of uh, buy the stuff, and they're kind of pulling the strings. And we get that final tease at the end where Deathstroke is watching them from afar, uh, leading into the Lazarus. Uh, and contract, how contract. that ties in is we we found out that last week, Etienne is working for Hive. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, to keep track of Deathstroke. So and it's so all kind of circular. Does yeah. Does Deathstroke know she's with Hive? Is that why he's looking at the Titans now? Is he going to try to settle an old score? Because it seems like he has his vision here. You yeah, know? I assume this is after the the next issue of Deathstroke. Yeah. So we got one more of that still before. Mm-hmm. Before the contract, the tie-in, but yeah, he looks like traditional Deathstroke here, wearing the icon suit, you yeah. know, his eyes. So I, I like that. I like that they're pulling from the Teen Titans lore, and they are making Hive, you know, part of this. And we're gonna get to see. I want to see Damien interact with Hive, and tell mm-hmm. him how he's he's part of a he used to be part of a super secret evil organization, and they're doing it wrong, you know. Maybe I'm expecting too much here, but I feel like if we don't get some serious puns when Bumblebee interacts with Hive, there's a problem. Yeah, I feel like any writer who doesn't do that maybe shouldn't be allowed a book. If if anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be Percy in Teen Titans. Yeah, he 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 loves a good pun, doesn't he? He does. I love a good pun, so I'm I'm down for puns. I mean, he he had he had Green Arrow call Arsenal middle school bro last week. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. that was probably the highlight of that issue, actually. <laughs> that was a good moment. Certainly the most memorable part. Yeah. Uh, no, the the Titans was pretty straightforward this week. Uh, art's kind of on par with what it's been for for better or worse, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mostly one big fight, but there was good character beats, which is typically what we've been enjoying. So. Yeah, it was it was mostly kind of a forgettable issue, though, for me. Uh, it, has, it has the things that come out of it, but mm-hmm. I can't really remember any specific moments that much. Sure, sure. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't rank it lowest uh, this week. Uh, more on that later. But... Um, <laughs> Let's move on to Supergirl issue 8, Steve Orlando writing and Matthias uh, Bergara on art. This is, uh, again, a Superman Reborn Aftermath issue, uh, and I dug the hell out of this issue, actually. Uh, I have a couple of nitpicks, but um, the majority of this was uh, Clark and Kara reconnecting, and Kara even goes for dinner with John and Lois in the Mm. fortress, and it's delightful. Uh, Yeah, my, my first problem occurred early on, so I was like, right, this has to take place before action, right? Why? Because in action, he's like, I know things have happened, but I'm I'm really hazy on what it was, and he he's kind of unclear on exactly the details of the merging. 
Whereas here, he seems to kind of pretty much straight talk it to Karagon. This is what happened. Why do you think this is before then? To me, that would say this is after this action. Because, because in action, he seems to he implies that he's forgetting things as he goes on. Like it's getting hazier the further he gets yeah, away but from what, the event. Again, why does that say that this is before? Because this could be after he solves it and he's fine. Uh, and he I has suppose. an understanding of it. I, I guess to me, it, it was just like, no, this is before before he forgets it all, and he, he kind of told her. If, if anything, I would say it's def, it's more it's after action, and probably all the reborn aftermath stuff in the other books is after action. This action arc because this no, action arc is the the initial thing that happens because of the merger, and he has to sort oh, yeah, it okay. out. And then everything yeah. else is after. That would be how I'd read it right now. Yeah. But. All I know is I enjoy Superman saying he hates magic and uh, dusting his shoulders off. Actually, my only yeah. real complaint about this issue is I thought it was a really weird uh, jump from like them hearing, oh, something's going on, and then it cuts to them fighting Emerald Empress. I thought that introduction to that fight was really abrupt and weird. Um, I also wasn't a big fan of the art. I think the faces look weird. And some of the... Oh, no, I was into that this issue, actually. Oh, I don't uh, have any problem with that. Yeah, I liked yeah, that a lot not... this issue, actually. Yeah, wasn't, I wasn't digging it. It felt really in tone with what we've had from you know the, the previous issues of this book. I just... Yeah. I feel I feel like they're trying to do Chang, and they're not doing it as well. Um, This was the same artist as the last issue as well, by the way. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the colorist then, and it's just making the faces and shadows look weird, just because uh, there's some really rough... I, I just like when you have this style, it's a little bit you know, simpler and cleaner, especially on the colours compared mm-hmm. to say what we've been getting in action mm-hmm. or, or Superman, and you, you see the, the new suit with just the, the blue and the red, and it just pops, yeah. and it's like yeah. that looks fantastic. Sure. It does look good. Uh, obviously the pages of them flying together, there's one t- just before Clark leaves properly at the end, and it starts to set up some Supergirl specific stuff for the last few pages. Yeah. There's a nice spread of them flying together, it looks really, really cool. Uh, but no, no, them interacting with Jonathan, like asking all these questions about Krypton and being like, oh, cousin Kara, and like yeah. their excitement yeah. was do, delightful. Do the thing with the glasses again and yeah. just taking them off and on. And then she winks at him, like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, Superman being the one man, you know, cooking crew, because he's <laughs> cooking the steaks with his heat vision, he's chopping the carrots, he's, you know, yeah. whipping yeah. up a nice dinner. Which, by the way, they're having this dinner in a train that Superman's got in the fortress assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I point that out. Why not? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. All, all I could think was poor Lois. The, the, three, the rest of them are all sort of like at least part Kryptonian, if not fully. So they're all like handling yeah. the cold quite well. And she's sitting there freezing her ass do, off. Do you know what I love after that, though? That they go and play catch with a spaceship. They do. Yep. They, 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 one of the small like, Kryptonian space shuttles, they start playing catch and they end up going up to the moon. Which Superman throws it to Supergirl on the moon. It's fantastic. What what more? Isn't that Kara's ship? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. 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 It's one of those ships. It's one of those like small baby sized or teenage sized ships. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he throws it from Earth to the Moon, and she goes up and catches it. Uh, this was a, like, I, I love these downbeat issues, and even better when you can give me this, where we've not had Superman and Supergirl interacting in Rebirth yet. So them building what their relationship is like, and that he is kind of like a big brother to her, and she's going to be yeah. like a big brother to John. No, I'm down for all this. sister. Or big sister, yeah. Did I say big brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did. You uh, did. Whatever, you know what I mean. Sibling, big sibling. Yeah, that's... Well, and that's good. I, I, we've lacked a Superman family for so long. Like, we need... Yeah. We need that. Yeah. Also, so. just to... Something that we're actually in Reborn, we were having a bit of a... Well, mainly Matt was having a bit of an issue with whether or not Mixie was the prisoner that Oz had. Yeah, no, this, oh, without, this, this without, no. absolutely without a doubt clarifies I, I, that. I'd forgot we'd even no. debated that. Yeah, Matt. No, no, I, I, I read it and I was like, <laughs> yeah, screw you, Matt. 
How many issues of Red Hood did you read? <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, do you want the button on? There's a button for you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's just my anytime me and Connor have a disagreement online, I just go, just says the man that read seven issues of Red Hood. I don't think it was seven. It was seven. Uh, rebirth the rebirth plus six. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I know the numbers. Mm. I mean, you could argue it was six more than me, right? Because we did read the Rebirth issue. Mm-hmm. So yeah. still, our, our brains weren't, you know, yeah. poked holes into by the writer who must not be named. Yeah. So if you want to argue that, you can. But no, I, I love this issue, Supergirl. Uh, I thought the relationship building there, Kara, but oh, can we speak for Tony and please? And Clark mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, sure, I'll go along with it. And you know, Don't make fun of my accent, though. Yeah. Yeah. Them eating some weird sushi thing or whatever it was they went and got. Wasubi. Wasubi. It's just, it's, it's, it's meat with rice wrapped in uh, seaweed. Not, not a big fan of the seaweed, but... Oh, you know, it's like good. sushi, but not. Yeah, yeah. it's it, you know how sushi you make a roll out of it. Yeah, with you just wrap it around there, almost like a it makes like a a bundle. Oh, 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 I want some of that. Mm. That's pretty good. Uh, Hawaiian style, you throw spam in there with rice, wrap it up in the nori. Spam yeah. be. But no, uh, all, all the character stuff, all, all the relationship building. Obviously, we see some teases for things to come. Uh, Batgirl is watching from afar at one point, and then we see her. Uh, at the end of the issue, that's this big cliffhanger because she's going to be in the next issue, and it sets up the uh, why she's there because we see that the DEO want Kara to go to this company's thing because they suspect them of doing dodgy things to get their new tech. And Cat sending uh, the dude, what I can't remember his name, the one that's got a crush on Kara, Ben. Ben, I think yeah, maybe Ben. Yeah. Uh, she's sending him there because to get the scoop because this is a big new thing with technology. And she mentions, oh, uh, Wayne Tech's going to be there, LexCorp's going to be there, oh, and some little startup from uh, Burnside's going to be there. And it's like, ah, very good. Yeah. So, yeah. that'll be cool. If they uh, say next time Batgirl versus Supergirl, I'm just mm-hmm. hoping that they don't end that with uh, Martha. Uh, and we should be good. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, that was a super fun issue. Uh, yeah. again re-establishing a lot of things and uh, also I suppose the important thing we didn't mention is that Superman does say to Kara that something big might be coming and I'll need to call on you if and when it happens and she said of course I'll be there but again yeah. this is building to the uh, big threat I, I just want to say that there's the whole bit with magic and iron works against magic in this mm. is the, that's the rules now and I'm down with that yeah Lead works against yeah. Superman. Iron works against magic. Well, I mean, iron is always a th- iron and salt is one of those like classic things yeah. against magic mm. in you know in folklore in general. So I like that. See, he has to know this because he has to stay away from iron because he's a ginger and it'll yeah. burn him. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit anemic, so I have a reduced lion count already. Oh, uh, that's it's, yeah. it's, all, it's all making sense now. Oh, right. yeah. Let's uh, let's go on to so that's uh, our sort of main books. That'll take us on to some of the quick fire. Now we're going to give these all about a three minute time limit, uh, and we're going to get through them. So first up, I'm going to tell you about Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, issue nine. Uh, and I'll screw the stopwatch. I'll just look at the clock. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, issue nine. This is Black Canary is infiltrated this fighting ring because they're trying to track down Blackbird who we saw in the last issue is training people to get better with their powers and then stealing them once they reach their potential. So Black Canary under a pseudonym which is becoming a kind of a, a running gag because she did that in Green Arrow recently as well when she was a cop. Mm. Uh, but she, she it's mostly with just her actually when she's in this training with uh, Blackbird who is making her 
do things that like, actually make like use her scream to make apples explode, and then she like tries to train her how to fly, kind of like Banshee, where mm-hmm. she like shoots her screams down and uses it to propel That's herself. Cool. Yeah, so she may be getting that power. I don't know. Uh, she doesn't do it very well <laughs> so far. Uh, but she eventually, we eventually find out that Blackbird full, is fully aware of who she actually is, and she's got like main control powers. So she's going to. Dane is Dane is actually in trouble. She may actually be screwed here, and she may lose her powers eventually if the others can't find her. Uh, and we see that Green Arrow is shown up in Gotham, looking for her. He's concerned. Uh, so he's there. Batgirl and Huntress meet up with him at the end, and then he's like, "All right, we need someone else." And Batgirl phones Dick at the end. Uh, so next issue, it looks like Nightwing, Green Arrow. Batgirl and Huntress are going to try and save, find and save uh, Black Canary. So, plot's pretty cool. I'm really digging it. Uh, the character interaction that I usually like in this book wasn't there as much in this one because it was Dinah on her own with these new characters. Uh, you know, the other students who had different powers. One had like a sort of main control mm-hmm. thing and one had a... Uh, what did the other one have? Fireballs and shielding. There was like a shielding one and a fireball one. Uh but it, it was mainly her trying to like, figure things out. There was a lot of fun little things, though, uh, internally. Like, instead of having the banter with other people, she kind of had it with herself. We had these things where it was, like, the speech bubbles would have, like, th- it was, like, a thought bubble connected to a speech bubble. So there was one where, like, uh, Blackbird's like, oh, tell me your... Because she, she's using, like, a like a, a, a ring name for the face. And she's like, oh, give me your your real name. And it, in the thought bubble it says, yeah, right. And then she says, Donna. But it's all in mm-hmm. one like continuous thing, so it flows really well yeah. in that sense. You, you see her thought process before she gives the lie, uh, so it kind of counteracts it a bit. But I'm actually enjoying the plot. Like, uh, I'm the build up to the team up's quite cool. Uh, the art's really consistent with the last few. And to be fair, this book has legitimately kept the same artist but improved because remember the first few issues we all complained about the the, the lips mm-hmm. and the, the weird faces. Yeah. yeah, that's mostly. I mean, it's gone. Like the the, the things that I didn't like about it are gone. Hmm. So good. that's good. Yeah, yeah, so ours improving, the, the the plot's fun, build to the team up, and uh, yeah, they're really setting up Blackbird to be this uh, notable thing. Obviously, really, it was kicking about as well because she's running the, the fighting ring, right? Uh, and so she's there for a little bit. But, but no, it was it's a, a one character who I, I'm not that versed in, but I think has a cool look because hmm. she wears that red dress, has the the snake tattoo around her leg. Yeah, yeah. she's real cool looking. Yeah, but no, it was it was a fun issue. I think if you're enjoying the book, it's uh, it's just kind of continuously finding its feet as it goes, which is nice. And maybe that's because the the writers are people who come from a TV background, and they're maybe just learning as they go how to actually write for the comic medium instead. Yeah. So no, that's pretty cool. I would I would recommend it if you're uh, digging those digging the book or digging the characters. Uh, and that was about three minutes. I think I did okay there. Uh, it was it was three and a half, but Matt interrupted. Uh, that's fine. Uh, all right, Connor, <laughs> Ginger Man. Yeah. Uh, as I've written down, Green Lantern and the Green Lantern Corps, issue 18. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh... You're, technically, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, te- yeah, it works. <laughs> te- technically not, no. <laughs> uh, this is um, it's actually the start of a new arc. It's called Prism of Time. So, you know, all, all the usual first issue of an arc setup is kind of here. But I'm going to start with the most important thing. Which we're getting to know some of these Yellow Lanterns, because now obviously they're pairing up with the Greens. There is one called Space Ape. Is he, is he, he an is, actual he, ape? He is just a giant ape. I feel like you're lying to make me read this. Oh, no. I I swear to you, he is an ape, and the Green Lantern he's with is like, hey, come on, give me a name. I want to... We're, we're partners. Let's let's get to know each other. And he's like, no, you can call me Space Ape. That's what everyone else called me. You're calling me Space Ape. It's amazing. <laughs> <Damn> it, <laughs> okay. <sorry. laughs> I'm done with it. Uh... But, um, 
Anyway, they go to this planet. Uh, they get like a little distress thing. Like it says, there's a, a time anomaly. Their rings tell them. They go and investigate it, and there's all these weird kind of glassy metal monsters, and there's all these pure will veins into the rock, and they they kind of get taken down, and it seems like they maybe disappear. It, it's a bit unclear as to what goes on there, but they're definitely out of commission for now. Anyway, then we go. We cut back to Mogo. And the yellows are building a new central power battery on Mogo. Uh oh. Yeah. And the greens, are, there's a bit of policing going on. We're, we're looking over them, making sure they don't do anything. There's a bit of tension, and it kind of starts to kick off. Yeah, just, and... just to clarify, they, they, they do still need a central power battery, though. If they're still going to work with the greens, they need to have the power. I get that. But that's that's exactly. On... Yeah. But, but putting it on Mogo, who is a mm. living Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so obviously, it's where, it's where the green central battery is. It's, it's literally right next to it that they're building mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, but, and, and John's trying to go like, hey, we've, we've told them to let them do it. Everyone stand down. Let them build it. Stop fighting. But no one really listens. And then Guy and Arkilo show up, both <laughs> absolutely beaten and battered. And they're like, Guy basically goes, hey, we slugged it out so that the rest of the core don't have to. This is settled. All of you stop it and just build the damn battery. And you know it, it's yeah it, it's it's nice to see. Um, Gantha and Sade send off uh, Saint Walker to go and you know find more lanterns, blue lanterns. It seems they kind of go, yeah, we need hope. You're you're the you have to rekindle hope in the universe. And he leaves. Um, then then Salix like, uh, hey, trying to find a uh, space ape and the other lantern whose name I can't remember because it's not space ape. <laughs> 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 and they're not reporting in. Um, John basically goes, hey, Guy and... No, 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 Guy goes, uh, Hal and Kyle, you guys, I didn't assign you a sector so that you can, you know, head off to these extra things when we need them. You go off. But then a portal starts opening and Rip Hunter comes through and what? starts... Yeah, <laughs> uh, Rip Hunter comes through and starts saying um, the Green Lantern Corps has been erased from the future. And then he kind of passes out. And, and then... Uh, so they're like, okay, who is he? And they go, better question, why is he wearing a green lantern ring? It's kind of a pretty good issue, actually. <laughs> Matt looks really like he wants to read it. Yeah, 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 yes, you know, I was getting caught up on Scalped, but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a really good issue. There's there's still a bit of banter between the Earth lanterns. I'm liking seeing more of the rest of the core. Hal is definitely not the focus that he was in those in that first arc. It's kind of moved on. It is it is a proper core book now, so I'm really enjoying it. You've got uh, Kilowog takes out this big massive um, yellow because he, he's like a giant, and um, the, the, when they're fighting over the battery, but once Guy comes in and tells them, "Hey, stand down," that the big guy's like, "Hey, good punch. You, 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 that was that was not bad." And Kilowog's like, "Yeah, it's all on the legs. Let's get together and I'll show you how to really use those big muscles you got there." So and, what what issue is this in the arc? So I'm not going back to, to square one. This is the first issue oh. of the arc. Okay. This is it. Okay. This is. So, How many issues ago was the knockdown drag out between Arkelo and Guy? Three or four. Or two at most. Okay. At most, I'm not there. sure exactly. Yeah. I'll start but there. It's pretty good. Art was solid. It it wasn't as good as when you got you know Van Skyver on it, but. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. It, it, it was nothing to complain about, and. No, it's it's a lot. Fun. There's a space ape. What more do you want me to say? You, first, you tease me with space ape. Then you tell me Rip Hunter from the future. 
With the Green Lantern with the Green Lantern ring. ring. With the Green Lantern ring on. I, I can't not read this now. Damn it! I, I hate you. All right, <laughs> that, ginger, that ginger's pushing five minutes there, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm that, stepping that, that, in. Well, it was it was a hefty issue. <laughs> I was stepping in. Uh, oh, Matt, you timing? Okay. Oh, very good. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. All right, maybe this is what I'm better. We're keeping the pace up, but we're not necessarily yeah. telling Connor to shut up. Although I, I do. I was I, I was going to stop him at three minutes and then he started talking about Rip Hunter. And got <laughs> it was, you know, first issue with the arc. They're setting up a lot of new plot threads. There's like, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in this. Right. But, but it was good. All right. Well, next quick book then. Uh, Justice League of America, issue four. Yes, this has been relegated to this section because uh, we're still reading it, but me and Matt aren't exactly loving it. Uh, don't, don't, don't say we're still reading it. You're still reading it. <laughs> I said me and Matt. Thank yeah, yeah. Thank the the other gods that this arc's over because I if I never see Lord Havoc again, it'll be too soon. Do you know? I didn't even know it was going to be the last issue of the arc. I was just happy it was when it ended. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just it just came to a shock with it. Oh wait, if the if they beat Havoc, oh they beat so, Havoc. So it it didn't feel like a last issue. It's just like no. oh oh we're done. No, it just it almost finished. feels like he cut ties. Like Orlando was just like, oh this is not working. I'm gonna wrap it up because. In the last issue, they set up like he was spreading like Soviet era ideology, yeah. right? And that you can't, if you take out Kravia, he'll have these other ones. Well, that wasn't a problem here because you took out Lord Havoc and everyone's just like, oh, okay, cool. And it, yeah, that's actually, it was just mostly fighting, sort of spread out. Uh, Batman had some lines that I'm sure pissed off Matt. No, that's fine. It's whatever. I, I <laughs> feel like this is not actually Batman after this issue. Hmm. I feel like, like the fact that. Uh, who was it, Vixen and Canary? Yeah. Point out that Batman's not acting like Batman. Oh no, it was actually that was Vic, it was uh, Frost and Canary having a conversation. It was Frost and Canary. Yeah. So that was the most interesting part. Is after the whole thing is done because we're done with the fight and it's them back at the 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 base and they're, they're yep. sitting down talking and uh, they're like, oh yeah, Batman's acting weird. He's keeping something from us and he's like, yeah, Canary's like, yeah, he's definitely keeping something uh, behind close to his chest and I'm going to keep an eye on and yep. see what it is. Like that, that was easily the most interesting part, and then we get a weird flashback to like the planet that uh, the, all all the extremists came from, and we see yeah. this guy who I can only describe as a sort of Hawkman esque looking dude, named Blue Jay. Then Blue Jay, who shrinks down like the atom to escape like the fight, and he goes into mm-hmm. the uh, like the microverse or whatever you call it. Yep. Uh, so I wonder who he's going to run into there. Yeah, well, yeah. I wonder <laughs> who he's going to stumble into in that. Also, verse. with with the Thunderer. And and who who is the shield that Batman beats Lord Havoc oh, with? Oh god, I don't know. I can't remember any of these characters' names, Matt. It's actually Captain America and Thor. Yeah, like you know, that's my biggest problem with this arc because you've given me this team of all completely new villains. I can't remember who any of them are. I remember Havoc just because they oh. say his name every two goddamn pages. Yeah. Uh, but they like I don't know. Like most of this issue was just all these fights that I didn't really care about. It just kind of went on. It's gotten worse. I do like. As the I do arcs like went. that the. Yeah, well, the payoff of Vixen defeating Havoc yeah. just by touching him because he had made the mistake of saying that that was his skin. It's not just armor. Yeah, so, so she, she, yeah, she, she uses a she 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 uses her totem to do the uh, like a poisonous frog thing. Cause yeah, it, she, he goes down and you turn the page and she's like she's just got this little like you know it does that sort of like a like the bluish effect. Yeah, the, the bluish little animal, right? But in this case, it's yeah. just a little frog on her shoulder. Right. And she tells you about this poisonous frog. So yeah, and that was a cool end to. The, I mean, that was an okay end to the fight. That was a cool little moment. But the rest of the fight yeah. was just kind of boring and forgettable. I'm really glad I didn't well, read this. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm. I'm looking forward to see where it goes with with Blue Jay and the Atom and 
what it means for the multiverse. And, because if Lord Havoc jumped so easy, yeah, then what does that mean going forward? Of is that what this Justice League is going to be? Is it going to be people that travel the multiverse and right wrongs? And if that's the case, Batman's kind of like the worst person for that. Hmm. Also, to compare this to Titans, like Titans was way better than this issue, which is why I was sticking up for it a lot more because I think. That was also main, mo- oh, yeah. mostly just fighting, but that had character banter. It had lots of things I liked. Whereas this one, the characters were mostly separate. They weren't. They were barely talking to each other. And when they did talk to each other, it was like dead serious. It was like there was yeah. nothing fun about it. It was just played completely straight. And I don't know. It was kind of a boring issue. Yeah. I'm again. I'm so glad it's over. Um, but again, I feel like Batman's not Batman. I yeah. feel like there's gonna be a reveal. I feel like. Everyone keeps saying Manhunter, and I would think that would be the perfect person. Yeah, I just, I hope arc number two that starts with issue five oh. is better. I just really hope it is. Me too. So. It had so much promise coming out of those Rebirth one-shots. Mm. And, you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, so the last quick book we've got this week, then, is New Superman issue 10. Uh, I'm actually going to have some complaints about this one. Not, not that it did bad stuff in in general it's just that i actually kind of felt like uh a good shorter read like I mean, it was kind of it was it was like two-thirds of the issue were really just this one kind of scuffle in the, the yeah. one room and it, it just felt kind of jumbled i don't think it flowed as well as a lot of the other issues i have. didn't have a sense of geography with the way everything was yeah going on. when when is the demon started pouring out what's up i was gonna say is this not supposed to be a, an aftermath Superman, no, Superman is really. there, and there's there's one conversation yeah. at the end that ma- makes it more of an aftermath issue. But the bulk of the issue yeah. isn't. The bulk of the right, issues. Okay. I do love when Keenan's like, "Hey, Superman, remember me? We met that one time." Yeah. It's like, how would oh, you forget funny. the the Chinese version of yourself? Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I just uh, I love, and that's why I keep reading this is because I love the character of Keenan Kong so much. Yeah. The characters are great, and I, that, that stuff's worth Because the only stuff we get a delaying in backseat, which is maybe another thing that this issue has going uh-huh. against it, is uh, we see have one scene of them like finding the uh, like Kane's dad in like a big test tube thing, uh, but that's yep. pretty much it. The rest of it's like Superman, New Superman, and Lex fighting these uh, demons, and then like the uh, China White uh, crew are there, and like, like you said, geography because the demons, like some demons pour out, and then later on. You, you see these bigger demons coming out of the gate, and then I didn't realize yeah. there was also like a group of demons already out. Like I, yeah. I, I kept being confused as to whether the door was opened or shut. It was weird. Yeah. Well, what was cool though it was what was it the the sheep and ox rings, and yeah. then you get a sheep and ox like deities come out at the end, which was pretty cool. But yeah, they, they basically I don't he- feel they basically heard the demons yeah. back in the door. That's essentially what yeah. happens. Exactly, and so, uh, but what what's cool is that. Uh, Keenan got to access one of his other powers. He got his X-ray, which he's confused why it comes from his thighs. Like that's the um, symbol that it comes from, and yeah. you know he's learning how to focus. And it's it's a really nice like him learning his powers. Yeah, it's, it's still him making the choice not to take the easy way out. He has to work hard yeah. for it, and that's all fine. Obviously, Superman's conversation with him after the fact is similar to Supergirl's one. Where he's like, right, something big's coming, and one day I mean, he like contact you and like have yep. you help fight, which is cool. Cause so pretty, pretty much what he said to Kara then. Pretty much, yeah. and it's very similar to again Batman having all these different teams that he he's been talking about. Mm-hmm. Remember that conversation with Tim where he's like, oh, you're doing all this stuff. You've got Damien forming a Teen Titans. You're yep. forming this team and that team, and mm-hmm. uh, 
so I like that. I, li- I like that it's kind of doing that in both fronts, so that's pretty cool. Uh, the big ending of this issue, though, the big reveal... So you remember... Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, from Detective Issue 1, F. Fu on you. Fu on you is the name. Fu on you. And uh, we find out that it's not really him because uh, the 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 China White goes to see him, and that that turns out that he's the one who's hired her to try and get stuff. And it, and it turns out he didn't even want the the door handles. He he just wanted oh. uh, Keenan and that not to have them. Didn't want Lex to have them. As as, as far as yeah. he's concerned, because the door's shut now, mission's accomplished. But right. he mentions that he's wearing a mask. It's not his real face. And I'm like, oh, right, who is it? Who's behind the mask? And then the, the final page, we see the mask takes off and it's Master I Ching. And I was like, oh, no. Me too. Not me, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's I Ching, though. He was dressed so differently. Mm. It was like a yin and a yang kind of deal. Oh, you think it's Because like, we've seen... You think it's yeah. evil I Ching? It's like his twin or whatever. Yeah. Right, okay. Because he's wearing all white, right? Uh, was he? The one at the end. I think so. I'm going to check now that you've said that. Go, <laughs> can't you, you go check. Yeah, continue. And I feel thought. like we see we see I Ching in all black. And I just, I feel like there's going to be a yin and the yang kind of deal to them. Hmm. That you have I Ching trying to better people, and then you have this one trying to corrupt people. Because oh, we see. Just, just to put in here, you are right, he is in all white. I never noticed that because to me, and I'm looking at it now, and you're saying it's white, and I'm like, yeah. I, I agree. But I th- yeah. it never occurred to me because it, to me it looks like he's in black, but there's a bright white light shining on him. Yeah. I thought like that he was in white. Yeah. It, it, it looks like he's standing in a spotlight, but I think you're right. I think he's in all white. I could. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and, but yeah, but we see him take off his glasses too to save Lex yeah. from whatever was there. And it was, you mm. know, it, it was a representative of Keenan taking the easy way out. It just it doesn't add up if he's this you know it, it, bad guy pulling the strings but he runs a kung fu class on thursday nights the one thing that maybe backs up my argument that it's just a bright light shining on him is that his yeah. face is also covered in white light like it's not just his outfit huh well uh, we'll find out with the next issue yeah we'll find out we yeah. also got a flash of china now because avery who yeah is avery from keystone in central yep so, so that yeah. was fine. So we now have Chinese Flash, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, <laughs> so no, and that was a fun issue. It just, I'd probably argue it was one of the weakest issues of the series, just because that the the big fight that took up two thirds of the issue or so was kind of a geograph geographical mess in terms of like really yeah. knowing where people were and what was going on at all times. So that's a bit of a shame, but yeah, but yeah, uh, no, still, still loving the book, so that's cool. Uh, that was definitely over three minutes, guys. Was it? Yeah, was well, it? Yeah. that was five and a half. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, but, the, but the thing is, though, if we try to hit three minutes, then we keep it down. We don't let it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sprawl out. So there, there we go. That, that's that's all the books this week. Uh, so best of the week. Let's do let's do the end of the week uh, wrap up. So first things first. We always do best panel first. And oops, I don't have one ready. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Matt, do you got a panel ready? I don't, but... Connor, guess... have you got a panel ready? <laughs> sure, sure, I can pull right, one out. Connor's got one. Pull one out of my ass in, a, in about half a second. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the, the final page. <laughs> that, that's that's top three for sure. But I'm going to go with the final page of Detective. That reveal of, of Cassandra is just a fantastic... It's it's kind of the build into it as well. But that moment itself mm. is like, yeah, that's that's so cool. I, I agree with... Yeah, I, I I would pick that maybe if I if I didn't feel like the art was like so different to the, like because the art stuck out to me as as a negative almost. 
So, but I, I, I get with you on the like what the the emotion behind it and the the feeling. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just based purely on look, I'm going to not pick that. See, uh, I really like the look of it still, even if it is different. Mm. I still like it. Matt, you got a panel then. So, it's probably going to be from from action. I tried not to pick Superman, what a but. Yeah, it, it is that one that Pete mentioned after you turn the page of the teenage years in Smallville, mm. and it's him standing there in the classic Superman pose, and you have the Daily Planet staff there in the building. It's it's a cool, it'd make a cool poster. And I feel like I need it in here with the rest of my Superman paraphernalia. Yeah, you don't have enough of that, do you? No, not nearly enough. <laughs> Star Wars is starting to overtake it, though, because of, of those collector boxes I keep getting. So. Good, but I mean, not good. Cause <laughs> I <won't know>. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I I'm I'm tempted to go with Superman. Superman seems the obvious. Uh, there's also a couple of things in Supergirl that I'd maybe pick mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you know, the wink after you know changing the the hair again with the glasses is really fun. Mm-hmm. I like the double pitch bread with them both flying. My, my runner up was probably Superman's "I Hate Magic." Yeah, uh, that's pretty funny. That's that's good too. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, her catching the ship on the moon, though. Like, the them playing catch is just such a fun idea and ridiculous and over the top, but mm. it's just so fun spirited, which is part of why I love the Supergirl book so much. But, mm. uh, but that, that's where I stand in that. Uh, cover of the week would be the next, next thing to pick. I actually think this is a tough one. There's no covers that really stick out to me this week, I don't think. No, I had to go back and look through. I mean, I'd, I'd probably just go with action because it has enough there that, oh, yeah, I like that. But none really of them nice stand out as like, oh, this is yeah. a fantastic cover. Action is really nice. And I think what's uh, more impressive is I actually think the, the variant for action is also spectacular. I think I think action gets this weird double this week where both its main and variant yeah. are fantastic. If I was allowed to include variants, it would be the, the uh, Supergirl variant. Wonder Woman. Oh, no way. I like <laughs> the Wonder Woman one more, but I got no, both. Fair enough. Hmm. But yeah, but both great. Version. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with action as well. I, I genuinely really like the action cover. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Although I really want to go with Supergirl though, just because Emerald Empress is on there. But that's me showing bias. It's, that's the thing. It's like I like that for what's on it, but I think it's kind of a mess of a cover. Oh, it, it totally is because Batgirl's there, the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's just a th- of everything, but from the pages of Justice League versus Suicide yeah. Squad, it's like, oh, it's yeah. it's just a mess. Remember that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, all, all all two months ago or three months ago. Uh, aye, uh, yeah, I'm going with action. So there you go. Um, all right. So best art of the week. This one's easy. Yeah, this is yeah. not unanimous. I'm gonna throw something. Oh, well, obviously it's going to be good, John Flash. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, no, nah, I'm going with Evely on Wonder Woman. Yeah, me too. And me. I was tempted to go with Churchill on action, because that is fantastic. He's definitely the closest. He's, he's the one that maybe yeah. can fight for it. Uh, I do feel a little bit bad, though, because I feel like uh, this week it is almost by kind of default. I feel like Flash felt a little bit gimped. Uh, Titans has no chance. Titans has no chance. And... What was the other one that was kind of... And Detective had the had the problems. So, like, I feel like some of the ones that sometimes would be in the running weren't. So it was almost like an easy win for it this week. But yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, top fives of the week then. Top fives. Who's who's the volunteer for first? Connor is. 
Okay. Connor, you're volunteering for first. I'm, I'm not going to argue because uh, I, I can do this. I can do this. So actions first, I think. Uh, second is uh, Supergirl. Third is Hal Jordan. Mm. Fourth is Detective. And fifth is Wonder Woman. All right. Uh, I'll jump in. Uh, it's going All to start right. kind of similar. Action is number one. Supergirl is number two. And then Wonder Woman number three. And then probably Birds of Prey number four. And Flash number five. All right, so that leaves me. So I'm going to go with action number one. So then we hit another unanimous. Oh, yeah, that's a go. That's the third unanimous of the year. And then number two is is Wonder Woman. I need some streamers and and party poppers and stuff to go off when this happens. (laughs) Little firework effect. Yeah. Yeah. CG. Where's the CG Uh, budget? (laughs) uh, Three. This is a little more difficult with this week. I'll probably put Detective. And then Supergirl... Oh, what did you put number two? Sorry, I was Wonder Woman. Right, Wonder Woman. Right, I was I was too busy thinking of fireworks. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so Detective, Supergirl, and then I have to. Oh man, I guess Flash number five. So I did enjoy that. That that yeah. got me. That yeah, last page. That's true. I, I I just want to say Titans is my worst book. I know Peter said, "Oh, it's not the worst book this week." At the end, but I I didn't have the misfortune of reading JLA. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't dislike Titans, though. I still enjoyed reading it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah I did not like it. I just I wanted to be over with the Hive stuff. Well, the fearsome Five stuff. Wait, Hive stuff? We literally just got that mentioned in the last page. It's like this <laughs> is the smallest amount know, of time they could have been I, doing I Hive I stuff. I didn't not like it. I just wanted it to be over. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that stuff, because again, I love all the character stuff and I like that, but the Fearsome Five, I just felt like they weren't used. Not particularly Fearsome, were they? No. Uh, and I suppose um, if, you, if you're going to say, oh, uh, we're misled, or not misled, but I feel like the em- Emerald Empress stuff in Supergirl was smaller than what we probably thought it was, because it was just kind of a tease, so we don't really yeah, know what's going on there yet. Yeah, it's this big massive thing on the cover and it gets, yeah. what, two pages? Yeah, it was mainly. Yeah. Don't you know, I, I love what the rest of the issue was so much that it doesn't even bother me that much, but it's just yeah. Yeah, worth mentioning. Uh, but no, because otherwise Supergirl may have fought for top spot because I did really like all this stuff after it. But no, nah, action was really good. So uh, there you go. That's, that's everyone's uh, stuff. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you what's coming next week. And uh, obviously the button is kicking off in Batman issue twenty one. Yeah. Super exciting. Uh, looking forward to that. We also got Superman twenty one, Nightwing nineteen, Green Arrow twenty one, Green Lanterns twenty one. Batwoman number two, Super Sons issue three, Superwoman issue nine, Trinity number eight, Deathstroke seventeen, and possibly in the Quickfire. Some of those might be in the Quickfire as well, but certainly Odyssey the Amazon is number four. Uh, if that's popping up, it'll be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is Justice League Power Rangers uh, next week? Since I get pushed from this week, uh, I don't see it. Don't see it I right? don't see it either. But All Star Batman is there. Oh, All Star yeah. that get pushed as well. Yeah, I'm forgetting yes. about the delays. Which that was yeah. supposed to be out what two weeks ago, and we had that blurb. And and here comes Thunderdog. <laughs> uh, couldn't wait till I was done. Yeah. But there was that there was that blurb in Detective where it said C All Star number nine. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think because All Star was supposed to be out this week, yeah. So it's like ah, you could have just read that first. Lay down, you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> See. 
<laughs> All right, so that's what's coming next week. Uh, so again, give us more feedback on the the sort of the the sort of quicker section of the show. Was that better this week than last week? Not having the strict time limit, but keeping it brisk, kind of thing. Feedback, we like feedback. Uh, we, we do listen, so let us know. Uh, but that's us, guys. So thank you very much. Uh, let us know what you thought of this week's comics. Uh, let us know what you think of Matt Stog. Like, should should we do something about Morning. it? Should we take out a hit on Matt Stog? Is 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 that something we should uh. do? <laughs> Send Deathstroke. Such a jerk. <laughs> the Terminator uh. is coming to take out Matt Stog. Uh, but no, let us know what you thought of the books and stuff. Uh, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates and stuff like that. Individual Twitters: I'm at wibble eighty nine. Connor is at Connor Ryan ninety four. Matt is Matt of Steel fifty seven. If you want to see our ramblings on there and that kind of thing. Uh, but no, like, subscribe, five star rating, all the usual stuff. It helps us out if you do it. Uh, but that is, is it has been another fun week of comics. I'm looking forward to next week. Big stuff with the button. Hope to see you then. And thanks for watching or listening, guys. And always remember, never get lost in the Speed Force. Long live the Legion. <laughs>